Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. Wake up, samurai, because we got a city to burn. We're chipping in, not going to flatline, and running on the edge as we jump back into the mainframe and talk cyberpunk. Part 2, a Normies Like Us. I want this, used here. High time to crumb the fuck up. Wake the fuck up, samurai. Just keep running. Wasn't sure we'd worm out of that alive. I'm gonna take you there myself, fly you to the moon. You look like a cut of fuckable meat, are you? You heard it up top. We are jacking in once again and going to that not-so-distant future of a little cyberpunk dystopia. That's right, because we are talking cyberpunk once again. And this time, not only covering the video game, but of course, the Netflix series. Here on Normies Like Us with your hosts, I don't know, Cyber Colin. This is Mikey Silverhand. Uh, sure. <laughs> and this is, uh, uh, this is Edge Runner Jacob. Little, little Cyber Psycho Jacob. <laughs> the Edge Lord. Yeah, I'm bordering on the edge of cyber psychosis right now. He's had too many upgrades. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's uh, on the edge. Uh, for those watching... Um, the YouTube, I'm wearing very cool sunglasses, but I can't see anything. Very cool. So now, now I'm going to put on my regular glasses. It was just for the <laughs> intro bit, but you know. That's right, baby. I haven't gotten the uh, Mikoshi upgrades yet, so I just got, you know, full Borg organic eyes, you know, and they're, you know. Are you part of the, uh, what's that, the Maelstrom? No, I wouldn't be part of the oh. Maelstrom, but uh, we will They're be talking cool. a lot of cyber, and we're glad that oh. all the listeners are a part of that. So, oh, we will be. We, will we are be. back. We're back. Normies, we just said we've done it before. Go back and check it out. Uh, we've done a cyberpunk episode, which was kind of Jacob being like, I play this game. I want to talk about this other stuff. And we talked about like Johnny Mnemonic. We talked yeah, about the genre, the matrix. As a whole, right? Yeah. 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 We, we talked about, yeah, the, the overarching thing. Today, we're going to be focusing a lot more on the CD Projekt Red developed world of the video game slash the studio trigger property, I guess. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Now, kind of a a big cross media property. But, um, you know, Jacob, I got to say, when we did that past episode and had conversations about, like, would you get the upgrade? And now, like, you know, would you be a maelstrom or whatever? You know, I had kind of a basic view of sort of not having played the game before, or of course the show wasn't out yet of just the, the Johnny mnemonic of being like, Oh, Jacob's talking about like the nineties cyberpunk of like, would I put like a microchip behind my ear? But like mm-hmm. now right. what we're facing of this whole idea of after playing the game and after watching the show of like, would you mod out like would you like remove the idea of what your humanity is basically yeah. like deconstruct your body in well it gets such into the uh, you yes. know transhumanism right where uh. you're replacing your biological parts with uh, you know mechanical parts or or whatever uh, so transhumanism it's a big theme in cyberpunk right yeah and the genre as a whole I mean and we talked a little bit on the last episode Ghost in the Shell like that term the ghost in the machine literally at one point can you uh, sheep of Theseus ship of Theseus yourself into oh, a robot before you're not a human right, anymore, right? where do you draw the line yeah who yeah. knows so fascinating subject but Jacob we also I have to say you were right we should have played it we should have played the game um, but it took some convincing and uh, for me that convincing was 
actually the show itself. So I don't know if we want to jump straight into there. Jack into Ooh. the Netflix machine. Put on your brain dance wreath and then we'll be talking and spoiling. So careful. Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Up next, the normies like us. We're back here on Normies Like Us, talking cyberpunk. We're jacking on. Uh, and jacking on. Just jacking with my chooms. Just jacking in with jacking on. Like we said, we're going to be talking about all of it, but give us some little history about this. Because again, Jacob, we've done like a Witcher episode on here before. So we know CG, CD, Project, CD Project Red. We know what this whole world is. They also right. have a Netflix series for that too. So there you go. CD Project yeah. Red, Netflix. Right. They love it. <laughs> Well, of course, the cyberpunk IP uh, existed before CD Projekt Red took it over for uh, Cyberpunk 2077, which um, so normies, you know, go back and listen. I think it was January 2021 was when we did the episode. The game came out December 2020, Christmas time. I got it like immediately and was just hooked on it for like all of, you know, I had a couple of days off work in December, was just playing that nonstop. Um, right. All the reviews were out already. It was a disaster. <laughs> it was Some a controversial. Like you were like, I'll play it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the consensus was it was extremely bad launch. It was very buggy. It wasn't ready to be released. That's the main thing. But there was a good game underneath that. that I think a lot of people saw the potential for and was like, okay, this can be good. But yeah, terrible launch, tons of bugs, crashes. Uh, you know, they released it for PS4 and they had to take it off the, the PlayStation Sony store. Sony removed it, yeah, because yeah. it was so buggy. Because it was um, unplayable, and I think it's still unplayable on last-gen consoles to this day. But if you have PS5, PC, it does work a lot better now. Um, but yeah, so I was playing that. Two years kind of go by, uh, almost two years, and this new show, this new anime comes out. Did you did you beat it in that time? Did you, did you run it all the way through? I did not beat the entire campaign. I do this a lot with games where I'll play like mm. 80 to 100 hours in a game and then just lose interest right when I'm getting to like the end of the game. I did Ch- it with chapter two, 80 hours. Yeah. Right, like, right, oh right. my God, there's so with, much with the, left to do. With these open world games, there really is like so much and I'm yeah. kind of a completionist. So I'm doing all this side content and I just lose interest in the main storyline. So I like, so I dropped it at the end of like January, 2021. Didn't touch it for like... Right. Almost and, two years. Right. And you were telling us to play it. And I was one of the people who's like, I saw the reviews and stuff and I was off like on it completely. I was like, maybe mm-hmm. if it gets better. And I kind of forgot about it. Totally. Colin, you didn't play it either. Up through and, that and either. Right? No. And it's still a full price game at this point. I, at this point, didn't have a PlayStation five. I was still not even playing on a PlayStation four pro. Like I was playing on an old school one. And we mm-hmm. should say when Jacob is quitting, People are still posting videos online. They're like, yo, I found a hack. Like when you get in a car, everybody turns and melts. It was just like a mess. And it was yeah. very broken. And, you know, even to this day, there's definitely still issues with it. Right. But it's a lot more stable now. But the, I think the real, you know, savior of, of the franchise or the game itself, you know, because this was a disastrous launch and it ruined CD Projekt Red's reputation with the fan base. 
And then yeah. along comes a Netflix tie-in anime, upon which, after releasing, the player base has spiked. There's never been more people in Night City enjoying this mm. game, and it really gave Amazing. it a second life. So, yeah, a couple it renewed small interest. patches. Some stuff is coming out yeah, beforehand, but tied in a big DLC drop with this show. And right. after the, the the initial launch, the reaction, you know, the reaction was so negative that immediately they put out these statements like, all right, we're going to try to fix this. We're we're putting out our uh, you know plan for the next couple of years of like major patches and stuff. Yeah. But you got to keep in mind, like CD Project Red was like before this game came out, was one of the few game studios that like was universally loved because Witcher 3, everybody loved that game. They had just like a really good reputation among, you know, like EA, Activision, all these companies Ubisoft. that people hate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty funny how that happened. But we get, uh, you know, Studio Trigger, right? So they're, yeah, the studio behind uh, Gurren Logan, Kill a Killer, some of their biggest projects. You know, they had a couple, I think they did... Um twins on star wars visions so they've been kind of dipping their toe and expanding uh you know working with western companies and stuff but uh you know netflix i guess reaches out to trigger they have the ip and they want to make this edge runners anime but i think that's really smart first of all because like look at their castlevania success and stuff but now let's just get a top tier company you know from japan and give them a shot to kind of break out and the show really has broken out um so. Yeah, and well, Netflix kind of has been killing it in the like the animation and the anime world, right? And, and video I mean, game even adaptations, the, uh, really, right? They had yeah. the Arcane uh, that was very popular yeah. and well received. Castlevania, That's based on of Legends, Castlevania, yeah. Mm-hmm. So definitely a good move. And uh, Mike, you want to talk about a little bit with your well, uh, your experience with this <laughs> show? Well, Mike, Mike yeah, brings yeah. us to our question because you've been enjoying this so much. Okay, um, <laughs> yes. What do you want to do? What's your point of view? And if there's a party soon, do you want to go? Of course, Those are my I questions do. for you. Uh, yes, to all. Uh, I really, <laughs> really want to stay at your house. Um, I, I so so basically, you know, I was out on the cyberpunk, you know, game because yes. I thought it was buggy. Uh, but then along comes the anime, and it's like kind of quietly released. Like it had some trailers, and people were into it. But I was like, ah, it's a spin-off anime for a game I don't play. I don't know. But all my friends and you, started you like Gurren Lagann. Have you seen Kill a Kill? Yeah, I've seen Gurren Lagann, Kill a Kill, okay. and and you know those those are the main stuff from Trigger that I've seen. Um, but so my friends that are more anime heads, you know, they're going to be critical of this this corpo, you know, this corpo project, right? So they're all telling me that the show is incredible, and I'm like, you really think so? And like, dude, you have to. So then right. the night the night before my birthday, like going into midnight, I just started the first episode. And then for the next like three, four hours, I binged the entire thing and like finished wow. the last episode right at midnight on my birthday. And I was oh like, God. I was well, blown no. away. We will get into details and spoilers, but just for me. Yeah, I was blown away. I was brought wow. to tears and it, it changed my perspective on life. I love that show. Oh, I think no. it's the Jeez. best thing Trigger has ever made. That's it's it a me. very lonely show, and I, 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 I hope uh, it's a very lonely yeah, you, world. Right? You weren't relating to it too much, I guess. I just went to emo midnight on your so. birthday. Okay, I literally went to the biggest life. festival That's of sad right. people <laughs> who feel lonely. Yeah, truly, truly. Yeah. I'm well, look, to take credit for for this all, but I did tell you know a friend of the show, ex Kaida, big anime fan, right? Mm-hmm. I told him to watch this, and maybe he was already going to, but I said. Hey, check out this show on Netflix. I think you would like it. He watches it. He's like, hell yeah. 
he probably told you about it and mm-hmm. here we are you know and this yeah. jacob this was just on your radar of you like cyberpunk stuff you played the game you were gonna watch this kind of no matter what yeah well, i saw the trailer and stuff and it looked good i wasn't like super in like i didn't know how it was gonna how good it was gonna be because like i watched like uh there's like this pacific rim anime Mm-hmm. yes kind of. on netflix oh, yeah. yeah yeah and i watched that and it was like fine but it wasn't like world changing or anything so i was like well i'll just give this a chance um but i actually did not even finish the season until this weekend like this last couple nights I so that's so upset. Hey, colin i you... just uh go ahead yeah. i'm sorry finish your well I, I i was into it and i liked it i have nothing against it but i just kind of fell off i had like three episodes left so and we're just spending weeks talking about and spoiling the ending for you because we just thought you had watched it. Well, we're I already just knew what was going to happen. Detail. Oh, man. Okay. But oh, you've met this guy, Adam spoil. Smasher, before? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I think we're going to get him Smasher this time. I hardly know. I think sure. we're going to yeah. kill him. <laughs> so <laughs> you finished it, though. For the So what did you I think? I did finish it. After seeing the ending now, if, even if you knew the details, what did you think after you wrapped it up? I mean, I kind of saw where it was going with uh, mm-hmm. David losing his sort of grip on uh, reality with the cyber psychosis and everything. No, I, uh, I mean, overall, I really, I did like the show. Like I have nothing against it. I thought it was good. Maybe I'm not as high on it as Mike is. Uh, yeah. It wasn't, you know, show of the year or like world changing for me, but I did think it was a good show. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, it's, I, I it's my favorite show of the year. I like it more than hot D, but maybe that's just a personal thing. Colin though. How do, how do you feel about this? I, before we get, I want to hear that. And I want to hear the defenses of that. Um, I think it was just one of those things for me where it was like, you know, you just see on those lists online, like coming to Netflix next month and you read like, Oh, a cyberpunk show. And I'm like, Oh, that's cool. And see anime. And I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm kind of hit or miss on animes. Let's see if I like this or whatever. You guys seem to like it so much. And the sale coexisting with it of this Netflix thing's coming out. And, like, we're also going to give you this game for basically $10 compared to, like, mm. you know, when it came out of, like, 80 or whatever. We want you to like these things so much. And I, I just truly felt that weight of, like... All right, pop culture, you're pushing me in the direction of, I guess, enjoying cyberpunk. And uh, having watched it, I'm excited to. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's it's I, I I'm not going to even say a complex show. It does the hero's journey, obviously, but mm-hmm. in very unexpected ways. It's got cliffhanger endings. It's it's brutal. It's it's. Um, maximalist it has like a ton of nudity it's very adult i mean i I, I, like i I wouldn't know what a negative out of that would be for you jacob it's not so much a negative and i will say like even not finishing the season until recently well first of all i had like 31 horror movies to watch last month i don't know if you're aware of that so that kind of took a lot of time true true um turning cyberpunk off to turn on the fifth hellraiser sequel what punishments you must have been going all for this podcast all for you normie such (laughs) sights that we've seen yeah um but what it did do was yeah uh you know get me rejuvenated into the cyberpunk world and want to pick up the game again so it definitely got me back into that like headspace of like hell yeah cyberpunk i just wasn't like the story's good yeah. I think I prefer the story of the game to the story of the show. And maybe you guys will disagree. But they're kind of tragedies. I mean, that's, yeah, the, that's they're the similar, thing, but it is, that's kind of the, the archetype of the cyber of the cyberpunk genre is like people living on the edge, barely hanging on, like 
time is fleeting, you know. This will be their story and you'll get yeah. the full capture. But but Mike, yeah. hit us with some defense here and, and kind of give us the gamut of, of what is this anime, right? Yeah, yeah. So so we're going to, as we go into this, listeners, there will be spoilers and stuff. We don't know when they're going to pop up as we kind of just free flow. But I mean, the anime, you know, it's basically, you know, set in Night City, the same uh, city as the game and the Mike Pondsmith, you know, uh, tabletop game, which the video game is based on. So it's... Right. Um, Set in that same universe, and it follows uh, David Martinez. He's like a teenager. He's going to a fancy school. They don't have a ton of money. His mom's working extra jobs. Tragically, his mom dies in an accident, and he doesn't have money to cover rent and stuff. He finds a piece of military technology, uh, chrome, you know, body modification. And at first, he's trying to sell it, but then he's getting bullied at school and decides, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to be an edgelord. And he chromes himself up. He gets tied up with... uh, a gang that calls themselves the Edge Runners, and they start working together, doing jobs, and trying to make those eddies. They become fast chooms, shit. as they say in Night City. Shit, shit, shit. And, and the adventures With him, he kind of uh, he has a higher tolerance for Chrome than most people. He kind of finds out, and he can handle this Sand Devastan, which is like would make anyone go crazy with like 10 uses or something. But for him, he can handle it. Yeah. yeah it's like uh, a yeah. military grade implant. Like nobody should be able to handle it. Um, no. So he ends up uh, pulling his weight and trying to level up, I guess, in the world of crime in Night City. And we learn that it's a, a web of, you know, backstabbing, betrayal, different gang networks and all this. Well, Corpos, okay. Gang. That's, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yes, but that is the one thing. There are anime tropes, I should say, that come into this that I don't love that much. That We did just hit one of them of um, Jacob. I'm going to talk about Mike for a second. And then you say, actually, Mike betrayed the gang. Oh, Mike, oh, yeah. You know, Mike's my boy. When he joined up with us, I knew we was big time because Mike, he's the one who always brings that heat, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, he that does happen, unfortunately. Sorry to betray you guys. Mike, oh, you know what? I never should have trusted that guy, and I never will. And I'll never trust him again. <laughs> you know, that back and forth of like, it is very, mm. the anime heightened where it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is very heightened. Yeah. I will say this. I guess. My biggest negative about the show is I don't like the character of David Martinez that much. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Because I just felt like, you know, he's got a sympathetic backstory, but he's just kind of an idiot. And people keep telling him, like, you're going too (laughs) far. Like, stop. Stop Slow using this everywhere. You're going to kill yourself, basically. I am a red flag. Just turn away. No, I mean... You know, that, that's I, I hear you. I hear you because there's a lot yeah. of warning signs. Everybody around him is telling him because there's a there's a time jump, you know, at one point in the anime where he becomes kind of leader of the gang and his body's like super chromed out, like every Back part of him. Up. It's not just the one implant. So he's been adding chrome. And like Jacob said, cyberpsychosis is a thing. And I, even the, the Ripper doc, all of his friends, his girlfriend, Lucy, everyone's she's telling like, him. Yo, Rebecca, everybody's telling him not to. He just just ignores them all. I just just, want you to live. You are killing yourself. (laughs) No, 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 no. I got to get stronger. Which I think the whole cyber psychosis angle is very interesting. And the game kind of goes into it a little bit. Not as much as the This does it better than the game, I think. Kind of portraying it. Yeah, for sure. Um, Well, yeah, and it's because, you know, the main character is kind of getting it. I think in the game, it was going to be a bigger part. Like there was going to be a game mechanic of you could get cyber psychosis. But I think they ended up taking that out because that, you know, they just had too much stuff going on. They couldn't, yeah, they had couldn't too many bugs in. to kill, you know? Yeah. 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 
So yeah. yeah, just being a side thing where you meet all these different cyber psychos and you have to put them down, basically. So, yeah. So I guess bluntly then to kind of lay it out, you know, he's, he's in the gang. We have a bunch of characters and the mentor character goes through cyber psychosis and ends up killing his own partner like in a gig gone wrong. So David sees somebody who to him is like stronger than anybody else and has really high tolerance yeah. for Chrome. And then he slowly loses it and people are telling him, hey, man. Right. Don't do that. Just ignores all the warning signs at every turn. Now. Right. What does that mean then? What does it represent? You know, Jacob, if you were part of our gang and Mike was our leader and he died, would you call dibs on the really (laughs) fancy metal inside of him to go inside you? Oh, Mm -hmm. boy. (laughs) Give me that chrome. But uh, yeah, and that's cool too. He's like carrying on the legacy, but it's like, what is the motivation then? Right. And Jacob got my eyes on someone else. Right, right. In the, in the world of cyberpunk, though, right, like the fiction, the genre itself, it is a big theme of like, you can't ever win. Like you're yeah. always fucked, right? Because there's always a greater power, whether it's the corporate, the corpos or whatever, like no matter what, unless you're the top, 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 you're going to get fucked one way or another. And that's the genre. And even in the game, I'm not going to spoil much from the game, but a lot of the characters you meet in the game everything that I encountered in the game, it's tragic fates and we'll get into the game later, but that's a theme and that's, that's what we the see overarching in the anime. Theme. The wheel it's a tragedy. crushes. It is a tragedy. Yeah. That's anime an extension itself. of real life where it's like, this is t- kind of taken to an extreme where it's like, you know, extreme capitalism, extreme technology, like everything is heightened, but it's still people just trying to get by and capitalism just crushing them daily. Right. But that's why that's I like kind of the world show. we live in now. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I feel like in Los Angeles, like we live in night city. We live in yeah. cyberpunk. Well, you know, we exactly. are days away from an ambulance guy coming up, <laughs> scanning your arm and being like, you don't have coverage. Sorry. Right. And yeah, right. that's not, away. that's not an impossibility of our no. near future. Right. Unfortunately not. <laughs> no. And that's like the old impetus of David's journey is, is they get in an accidental car crash because of some gang violence. And the, yeah. the paramedics are literally like, Oh, you don't have the right insurance plan. Leave her. You know, right. the doctors can't, they don't mom, have the money to treat her. She could be yeah. saved, but they don't and have the money. She worked for trauma team, right? She was literally like a paramedic. Yeah. So yeah. Like she worked for that company and they still won't. And it's her. not insured. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. those kind of themes. And that's what the cyberpunk genre, I mean, back in the 80s, it's like looking at a Reagan economics and the Cold War and shit like that. And it's like kind of another depressing like kind of sense of being in America, I guess, for some people. So it's coming, it was born out of that. But now in 2022, it feels like we're closer to it in some ways yeah. than ever. Like, people thought the eighties were bad. 2020s. Yeah, man. Worse. <laughs> Get ready. Close to dystopia. Go vote. Um, anyway, um, we're there, baby. But that's why I like the show because it's, it's real and it doesn't pull any punches. Cause like sure. you ever had, you know, people into some shit that you knew wasn't right for them. And even though you tell them don't do it, they do it, right? Yeah. yeah. Something compels them to continue. And I find that psychology fascinating. And, and it's tragic and sad, especially when it's, you know, people, you know, in, in your life or whatever. But right, I've, I've experienced that. And I'm just fascinated with a world which creates that as the normal default state for many people, like the cyberpunk universe now, you know, like what right. a world. And it's just a, a weird thing to look at. And it's the anime got me into like, all right, now I want to play the game. Cause it's more, the environment is a character unto itself. And it's just, um, oh, yeah. comes to life. If you in the look anime, at uh, the, the good and bad of it. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the things I like most about the show is mm-hmm. just the interconnectivity with the game where it's like every vehicle, every weapon you see, it's like, oh, I know that from the game. That's this gun or that's this car. You know, I've seen those. Everything yeah. is named like the sound effects, the music, like it's all taken Jacob. from the world of the game. The, the Pavlovian sound effect of the phone call coming yeah. through on the anime while I'm playing the game, watching the anime. And I'm looking up to be like, <laughs> what screen did that happen on is kind of sick and dystopian too. Yeah. Right. And you know, so we'll, we'll get to the game like big talk, but yeah, it was cool yeah. for me having never played it. Not one minute, yeah. just seeing a trailer, watching the anime and then getting to the game and being like, Oh, that's, you know, Maine's car. Oh, that's, you know, Lucy's right. car. Oh, that's Rebecca, you know, whatever. So, so that's really cool. Cause it is super, super connected. And I spent a lot of time kind of just going to the anime locations Inside sure, the interesting. Yeah. find Kiwi to kill her. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, that's what's interesting in the show. You know, they go to the afterlife. They go yes. to these places that you go to also. In he the lives Turbo in the Bar Grand, maybe. Out. He lives yeah. in Mega Building. He lives in a Mega Building, eight, yeah. I believe. Because his in, apartment in the beginning is like exactly like V's in apartment. In the finale, yeah. I think he lives in the Grand, though. I think he has your exact apartment. Oh, the, the, that apartment is a hidden ending apartment. The one him and Lucy live in? There's a secret uh, ending and I got it. We'll get there. But well, um, I think it's interesting to compare. So, Mike, like you said, yeah. you never played the game, but you watched the anime and then came into the game from that. So your perspective is you saw this show first and then you played the game, whereas I played the game first. Then I watched mm-hmm. the show then I played the game again. Colin, you also... You basically kind of playing and watching together, yeah, (laughs) walking through while hearing the music and kind of chasing to try and find that uh, incredible song every time it would play on the radio and being like, "Where is he coming from?" I got an anecdote for you guys when we get to the section. Yeah, I know about that, but literally all the music in this show is taken straight from the the radio channels in the game, which is wild. That's a good point to bring up because, like, obviously that one song, I Want to Stay at Your House, is, like, really popular, like, on (laughs) memes and stuff. I've been singing it for my head for weeks. If it is not the single... Uh, number one most listened song on my Spotify wrapped this year, I will be shocked. <laughs> I've been listening to it nonstop. But anyway, yeah. um, the fact yeah. that like they pulled a game or music from the game that was already in there and then they're able to like apply like a new context to it, like apply this deep meaning and this emotional you know, with the story of the anime put on top of it, but they're starting with the game template. It's just wild yeah. how um, creative they were able to be with the constraints because I think Trigger can get a little over ambitious but this they had to be reined in you know and yeah they were constrained by the world and it really works the way they use the music in the show and you know i don't want to be too negative so i'll say like the positives about the show what i really like about it is that relationship between david and lucy uh and the gang like that Mm -hmm. whole arc you know that was what made the show good for me, right? That's interesting, Jacob. I think you kind of need to accept this point, though, which is that I want to have sex with Lucy, and that's why <laughs> I really enjoy it. Really um, yeah. yeah, as a lonely boy, yes. The relationships, I agree with you, are outstandingly wonderful and complex characters who are, at the ends of each episode, anytime leaning towards tropes of, oh, she is the femme fatale, this was all a trick. No, rug pull. Actually, that's a trick, too. Here's like an even more complex. So like you said, you know, it's the hero's journey. David, our protagonist, is kind of the newbie into this world. He's dropped into this strange world, meets this edge running, probably older, late, a little bit older than him, Lucy. Right. Yeah. 
she's experienced. She's a you know. An I have a tragic backstory. You're not going to get it for a long time, but when right. you do, mm-hmm. and he's just like immediately in love with her. She's yeah. kind of conning him at the beginning, right? Getting into a little spoiler talk, but she's yeah tricking him. Only to be revealed later that she was conning him, but then she ends up falling for him over the course yes. of the show anyway, right? She's the right. saddest human being who's ever existed. Man, yeah. yeah. She just wants to go to the moon. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. just wants you to be happy, some strange boy that she meets who, <laughs> if my mom died and I'm walking around a dystopia and I have nowhere to live, no job, no anything, and a woman is like, I will take care of you through a con, I'd be like, this is incredible. <laughs> totally. <laughs> this right. is all I've ever wanted. Great. Yeah. Yeah, she wants to go to the moon, but she, not not alone, you know. Anyway, um, but yeah, so David has that piece of technology that his mom was actually going to sell to her boss. Now that's Mace. Right. So yeah. like that was going to be his, and then they're like, "Oh, should we just kill him and take it out of him?" You know, and then he's like, "Oh, that was my mom the who's going to sell good. it to you." And then like, "Oh shit, okay, we'll take care." Right. Of him. So like he kind of finds out his mom was sort of doing this side business where she would sell you know, illegal parts. She would show keep up to, him in uh, school. Yeah. Yeah. She would go to like a cyber psycho event maybe. And during the recovery of the dead body, she would steal some of the Chrome and right. then sell it in the black market, you know, for some extra money. And um, like you said, Colin, the big thing is that she's trying to pay for him to put it, put him into this Corpo Arasaka school so he can become a, you know, a good member of society and everything. He's kind of rejecting that whole life. And he's like, nah, mom, I want to live on the edge, you know? Well, the students and, reject him too, though. They're like, oh, you're poor. Yeah. You're stupid. You're, you don't belong here. He can't afford the the headset and stuff. Yeah. So he has to get a bootleg one. Yeah. Like they don't yeah, want we, him there. No. Right. And it's the equivalent of, you know, the old prejudice of like, you're playing basketball. You can't afford the basketball shoes. The rest of the team has, you've got, you know, dirty fucking old sneakers. And it's like, you're a piece of shit. It's, it's, it's great. It's very relatable. Yeah, yeah, and then in the cyberpunk world, though, not only are they richer than you, but they also have the sickest kung fu upgrades that you can't afford. Yeah, just beat the shit out of you. Yeah, you know? so yeah. like, yeah, it's like pay to win bullying. Yeah, because yeah, can't even, the whole know, society is pay to win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, it is. Later when they try to jump that kid's dad, and it's revealed that <laughs> he is a badass, and it's like, right. of course he's got money. You would right. not not be a badass. You can literally so, make yourself stronger, or yeah. like give you hidden guns in your arms that learn anything yeah, yeah you have the money if you have the eddies, I, guys, but again let me just ask the question here again because yeah. again last time we talked about this i'm thinking about like like this also has like a nano whip and it's like oh okay but when we watch yeah. johnny mnemonic and a girl has a nano whip it's like she's pulling her fingernail off it's like a joke or whatever when david gets the sand devastan installed he is having his spinal cord removed and what's left fused with the rest of his body through a violent surgery. Yeah. How many upgrades would you guys really realistically get? Well, that's right the thing now, is that most people's bodies would reject so much, you know, non-biological parts. But for some reason, he can kind of withstand it and withstand the cyber psychosis. Especially the strength. But, that, you know, the, the thing that's wild is a lot of the people who are... Um, implanted you know they have to take immunosuppressors and stuff just to maintain that so the idea of like jacob said it's a pay pay to win bullies but it's a pay to win society right yeah we're fast approaching right and that's all like hyper capitalism is right subscribe to pay to win life yeah Yeah. so so it creates a class of of citizens who are like i'm willing to put metal in my body in order to (sighs) give myself the edge on this very short life to just make more money to hopefully ascend the ladder 
And it's like, I will be taking medicine just so I don't die from this chrome. But that's the mindset. That's like what's fascinating is what world creates this, you know? And, and yeah. it might and drive me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And you kind of know the it. the classic story of, you know, he gets to a point where like, they're doing pretty good. They're successful. They're doing jobs yeah, and everything. Money, yeah. But they don't know when to stop. And that's always kind of the, the thing is like, you got to know when to quit the game or walk away. Right. Before you Maybe go over the edge. Capitalism on the same thing. Like when is enough money companies? When is enough? You and they never say no. And neither do the individuals yeah. in the society. There's, you don't stop as main said, you right. keep running. Right. Uh, if you want to get into, you know, the problems with capitalism is that companies, corpos, they always have to be growing. You can't be stagnant and just be like, all right, we're doing pretty good. If we just stay at this level of success, we can pay everyone, give them insurance. We're cool. Yeah. The investors will reject that, you know, the board or whatever. So they always have to be growing. It always has to be exponential growth. And that's kind of the problem with it all. And that's kind of what David is embodying. It has to be exponential growth. He will not stop. It's like being born of this thing. You are a part of it. Like the machine of night. You can't escape it. Yeah. Right. And that's the tragedy of the show. You can't escape it. Even Lucy, you know, spoilers, you know, David doesn't make it out and she escapes it. But did she really, she's so sad on the moon. Like you oh, didn't no. escape anything, you know? Yeah. Night City he got sacrifices you. himself yeah. to save her, but she yeah. wanted him to live. live. That wasn't what she wanted. You know what I mean? No. Right. So it's right. really, really sad. It's a sad show. And I guess because we live in a society, I'm like, damn, they went, they pulled no punches. Because normally a trigger show, God like Gurren Logan, believe in me who believes in you or kill a kill, right? Power of friendship will overcome this stuff, you know, but not in Night City. Sometimes no. you just get, get crushed. Right. <laughs> Unceremoniously like a bug. <laughs> right. It yeah. fucking ended. Even if you're a lolly. Even the way uh, oh, certain... Man. Certain gang members are, uh, you know, the way certain gang members are killed uh, in the show, it's just like so sudden, like uh, Pillar, uh, Rebecca's brother, the first one of the crew. Yeah, or even Rebecca, you know, when she's she's unceremoniously killed by Adam Smasher right at the end. And it's just like, damn, she was like a badass. And she's just having a chat with Lucy. You know, hey, I'm glad you're okay for David's sake. All right. And then we're having a fucking moment here. Yeah. Yeah. Adam smashed. So yeah, it's, it's, and that's the corpo right there. Cause like Maine is working for Faraday. Faraday is working for the corpos. Like everybody's someone else's dog. Even the person that's two notches up the ladder to you, unless you're the CEO of Arasaka, there's somebody ahead of you, right? Yeah. And you can't trust anybody because you never know when someone's just going to sell you out and try to improve their world somehow by stepping over you, right? Yeah, that's, that's kind the of the anime. Kiwi. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Right. Never but, um, should have trusted you. <laughs> well, Kiwi. Yeah, but like Kiwi betrays that. the gang. Faraday betrays Kiwi. The corp betrays Faraday. Faraday. It was just yeah. betrayal after betrayal. Like you can't. Yeah. Even the anybody. even the Kiwi finale is a great animal trope of uh, anime trope of like, haha, I did betray you, but I always loved you. <laughs> like, you know, I'm sorry, I betrayed you. Like, this is great. It's yeah, we gotta get this redemption in here. Squeeze it in. But also, I think uh, yeah. you know to compare the the story of the game. There's a lot yeah. of similarities there with how you know the inciting incident of the game, which we can get into as well. But like, you're also betrayed by your fixer in the game, yes. right? And that's how yeah, the whole yeah, thing yeah. starts. Well, and a beloved companion dies before your eyes. <laughs> right, right. One of your yeah. main tombs, main. Uh, you know what I did there. 
but yeah, so I think that's, I mean, there are probably a little, just a little bit more to talk about here before we jump to the game, but yeah. that's pretty much the broad strokes. I mean, the animation's incredible. Um, I, I just want to say, the reason I think it's so good, um, I got into cyberpunk through anime. Like, the first cyberpunk things I ever saw were Akira and Ghost in the Shell. I didn't even know what the cyberpunk genre was. I just thought it was a crazy Japanese anime thing. And then I found out about Blade Runner. Um, and this is throwing back to those 90s, like where it was graphic, there was nudity, violence, adult themes, and, and like interesting concepts. And I don't like how anime has become just so tropey and sterile. And I like yeah. that this is like a modern, flashy, trigger style throwback to that 90s, like edgy, cool adult anime. And we haven't had that in a long time. Um, totally. So I appreciate that. I love that. Ghost in the Shell. I love Akira, you know, and. I don't want to be too Scarlett down on the Johansson, show because I you know, did, uh, the best. She's great, yeah. Um, she's my favorite Asian actress. Uh, yep, yep. But you know, this show—I don't want to be too down on it because I did like it, and I think it's it's a it's a great show. I just um, I'm maybe not as high on it as you are because you you know it's like your show of the year and you loved it so much. I also think it's very good, but it's just not quite at that level for me, but totally understand it. Yeah. You know, I'm a big sad boy and I think I got, you know, I, I connected, I think with some of the, some of the themes of like, you know, sometimes if something's not good for you, just don't do it. Even if it's hard not to, stop. You, yeah, just stop, just stop just being, stop. Yeah. stop or you'll die. Right. <laughs> so that's what's so, so tragic about it is that, you know, he's not going to stop even though he should. Nope. Exactly. So you're just kind of watching this tragedy and you can't look away and you can't change it. So you just kind of feel helpless to just watch how it plays out. And pretty much everyone around him, even the fixers, like everybody, same fate, you know, in the end. So that's the thing. Yeah. And I, I just, I'll say this. I believe it transcends the genre of anime like i believe it's it's good enough mm. in a vacuum that it should be like one of the top five pieces of visual media associated with cyberpunk even if it wasn't attached to the game like i think it's that good i don't know mm. if that's over ambitious colin where do you kind of how do you rate this show overall and you know when you were talking about visuals i just cannot help but be struck by uh the sandevistan's visualization of slow motion being that sort of kaleidoscope of colors you know as yeah. he's moving which of course mirrors lucy's hair um and the visualization the we got for that the first time you mm. know when you see that rainbow form yeah um there is just a lot of like beautiful recurring imagery that is yeah. a theme of them i'm i'm a gurren lagan fan so like i get that i kind of disagree with you mike in that that show ends very bleakly in my well, opinion as yeah, well yeah yeah gurren lagan yes. was a little sadder yeah and, yeah and and this one just like you know you watch it and you just think like well, they're not going to make me like this song anymore. And then the way it ends. And I, I told you guys recently my my uh, struggles with Neon Genesis Evangelion. Where, oh, yeah. Where I think that, show. But I, I, Mike, I think this has the same sort of anytime that David is sort of disassociating and having sort of like flashbacks or imagery that's surreal or not making sense it feels very you know evangelion-esque um yeah. I, I just cannot help but be impressed by it i don't think it's going to end up in my top 10 of the year but again i'm not a huge hmm. anime fan i would agree with mike that it's uh, uh transcends it and if, if my dad watched castlevania i think i can get him to watch this one too that involves you know a doc with a vr helmet on watching porn 
<laughs> you know, right, like, like right. it's yeah. not like he's going to think it's for kids or something, you know? I mean, that so, very opening scene is uh, a yeah. killing spree. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. I think anyone who's into cyberpunk, anyone who's played the game yeah. or is just into the genre in general would be into it. I don't think, you know, I don't even think of anime so much as a genre more as yeah. just a medium. Right. But there are yeah. certainly yeah, tropes sure. in a lot of animes. So you could say maybe yeah. it has, it's sort of a genre, but I just consider it like animation, right? It's just sometimes different from Western animation, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think it's a great show. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, let me, well, let's uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I'll, I have uh, a good segue, but yeah, go for okay. it. Um, I'm excited. Oh, you got another comment. Cyber is it? No, yeah. <laughs> this is going I terribly. I lost my train of thought. I lost oh, no, it is cyberpsychosis. It's, it's happening. You weren't taking your injections. Yes. Well, I'm so losing my mind. On, on the, on the uh, note of anime tropes, uh, one anime trope, I don't know if you guys are aware of, is um, that anime mothers always have ponytails and always die. Um, <laughs> So that oh, holds true here. Uh, yes. We got Attack on Titan, I think, uh, I, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. It. it happens a lot. Keep an eye out. Do yeah. it. Do it. Go yeah. Ahead, and on that note, there's one moment that's really striking in the show, too. When he, you know, he's doing a job. There's a lab assistant or whatever, a bystander that he kills. And then he sees the picture of her with her son on her desk, you know, try her, she's trying to put her son through the Academy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the bleakest thing in the world of like, he Jesus. killed his mom basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. I know. Yeah. And he's like, you know, the rest of it's just nameless. Who knows how many people he killed? He's not a hero. He's a murderer. He's a criminal. Right. But like, yeah. it's the one that he had a humanity that was a mother. Right. If it's just other gang members, he doesn't care, but it was like, Oh, that dang, that's my mom. And it kind of, kind of pushes him further towards the edge that he's running on. But, um, yeah, as, so it's as a great run, show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a great show. And I'll segue us into a great <laughs> game because, um, you know, it, it turns out he's so good at cyber that Arasaka is watching him his whole life. And is like, we're going to get him in an experimental robot machine because they think he can handle it just as a field test. Like we'll let him do anything to be a Guinea pig. He gets yeah. in the robot, Shinji. There's a big fight. And obviously he Adam Smasher kills very many of the crew. Uh, Rebecca, uh, and then he kills uh, David, unfortunately. So as soon as this ended and I saw how sad Lucy was and Rebecca getting smashed three times instant replay. <laughs> like, Ooh, uh, rough. Brutal. Her atoms were smashed. Um, <laughs> I knew in that moment that I would get the game and I would do everything in my power to get revenge for David and Rebecca. <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. Yeah. So let's talk. Wow. Cyberpunk 2077, the game right after this. We're back. We're done, Ed Run here, but we're going to keep talking as we head to 2077. That's right. And talk a little bit about the video game, Cyberpunk. That's right. And I do remember what I was going to say in the last segment. Oh. And I am wondering about you guys, how you guys feel about this. I might have to turn in my, my weeb card because <laughs> I watched this 
in the English dub, right? There's an English dub on Netflix. This There's the great. original Japanese language. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> and I'm very I'm so happy that is what you're asking, and not were you attracted to the to the young person? <laughs> to, oh, Rebecca, we don't yes, know their yeah, age. So. She's, That's a yeah, 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 style yeah, yeah. character. Sure. I don't want to hear. Yeah. Any She's a 500 year old vampire. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I She's did watch this with the dub. Yeah. yeah so okay. I know, Mike, you did the Japanese original language because you're a, a purist, and that's I've that's watched fine. it twice now. I'm watching both. So, oh, um, great. But I think Jacob has a good point. And this, you know, as a segue from the show to the game, I, I watched it in Japanese, and I was more affected emotionally. I think, but mm. honestly, I think the show is more immersive in the dub because after playing the game, you don't, they're not saying choom and eddies and shit in Japanese. Like the slang's right. not getting dropped like it is when you're playing in Night City. And in true. that way, um, it's it's more like the game, uh, more true to the experience of the game. And that was sort game. of my reasoning. Well, my thoughts about, you know, subs versus dubs or whatever. In animation, I can kind of, you know, generally I do like the original language. Like, so, okay, foreign language movies and stuff. I, I like those, obviously, with the original language. I don't like to dub over live action. I think that's terrible. Right. Animation, you can kind of get away with it more because it doesn't really matter because, you know, the the it might not match up with their mouths or something, but they can kind of, you know, animation's a lot it, more fluid than live action, right? It's a lot um, more lenient, yeah. The, the mouth yeah. shapes are a little, you know, they're, they're drawing it, they're taking shortcuts right? yeah you can generally it. in the original language you get more of the nuance of the emotion like saying but i don't know japanese so i'm i'm you know a lot of that nuance is probably lost on me um mm. so for me yeah it's one because you know in the in night city they're ma- mainly speaking uh, you know they're mainly speaking english right it's in set in america so it kind of so doesn't make sense that, spanish um, <laughs> yeah they speak spanish translated though yeah yeah, yeah. um but yeah, so it doesn't make sense for everyone to be speaking Japanese in Night City. Number two, yeah, you know, if I wanted to do something else while watching, sometimes I don't want to just have to read the subtitles constantly, even though I use subtitles all the time, anyways, for English stuff. But you're not dependent upon them to understand yeah, the story. You can kind of yeah. look away and still kind of know what's turn going away. on. We we turn yeah. away when we talk cyber. Turn away. Um, yeah, right. another yes. way to be where you didn't want yourself to go. Um, I think so that's kind of my reasoning, but take my weed card if you must. Yeah. No, you can have it. I think you can keep it. I think subs versus dubs. I think that's becoming a tired uh, argument anyway. We're not in the 90s where like shit ass dub company will just get whoever right. to record. You know, like we yeah, have talented actors doing that now. Yeah, you got uh, Giancarlo Esposito and mm-hmm. everything in the English version. So, yeah, I think it's good. The other advantage, too, is um, some of the characters that exist in the game, they have the same voice actor, like Adam Smasher, the English voice actor from the game. Ah, It's the same voice actor for the anime. There's a cameo from Rogue. Uh, So anything like that uh, carries over and it creates a continuity. Totally. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Like I said, you want to hear the slang. You want to hear Choom, Gonk, Eddie's, all those great slang terms. All those things. Yeah. Now, these are what we're saying. Slang terms that, yes, originated in a tabletop game. And yes, you know, are in the same way we're talking about, but are entrenched in our vocabulary now because Mm -hmm. we are all playing this video game. We're playing it with friend of the podcast cole we are trying to convince our other friends host joe to play this game we are all texting each other constantly mm-hmm. what are we're at what we're, we're doing what we're wearing <laughs> yeah that is yeah. i would Bit say check. to me 
the highlight of playing this game so far. I love the community of the fact that we're all playing it at the same time. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we would have a couple Discord days where there'd be like three different people playing Cyberpunk, my sharing God. their screen. Hey, check out my motorcycle, man. <laughs> you know, turn on the yeah. lights of the wheels. Um, and I think that's what's so cool is that everyone has like kind of a different play style where like you build your character, the way you build your character, the what, what weapons you use, obviously your fit. Like fit to me is very important. Like I'm spending like 90% of my time let's, in this game picking my outfits out. Let's yeah. talk about what's the most important thing to you while you're playing this game. Jacob, it's to you, it's that fit. It's what you wear. It's, it's what uh, you're dropping eddies on. It's mm-hmm. my, 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 my cars, my guns. You know, I got to have the best everything. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, for me, as I said, I vowed to take revenge on Adam Smasher for Rebecca and David. So I'm playing and the John entire game. Yeah, with the expressed goal in mind. I, I, Mike they, believes he's in a sequel. <laughs> I am. No, to me, this is how I frame it. The game is extended universe for the anime. In my world, <laughs> that's, that's all hilarious. it is. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you could, they added a, an expansion to tie into the game where there's a couple items. You can get David's jacket. I was able to get Rebecca's shotgun. And you can get that really early on. It's it's like a free yeah, item. Yeah, that's just the kind of it. gun that she uses, right? But it has higher damage and higher recoil. Oh, okay. So it's a little bit souped up get, version. Uh, yeah, I do have David's jacket in the game now. So I've, I've gotten to that quest or whatever. Right. But, um, but what's most you important You watch the trailer me? for the anime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, to well, it, it, and also the show oh, is a prequel for the game. Right? True, right. that's set in 2076. So technically, right. this is a sequel to the show. So oh, you're one. correct. <laughs> I'm not wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So and there's like a David Martinez drink in the afterlife, which famously, if you go out on top, you get a drink named after you. So there's a Johnny Silverhand, a Jackie I Wells, and a David Martinez. I only yeah. buy Jackie Wells dogs. That's oh, crazy. I've been R. making R. David Martinez's at home. Um, wow, Mike. For David, for sorry, sorry, Japanese for Davido. I will never. Oh, um, he's but in the it. most important thing, listeners. yeah. All I wanted to do was get Rebecca's shotgun and then kill Adam Smasher with it. That was my driving force. Colin, what was wow. your driving force? What's your motivation in that I, city? I. This is you know what I'm. I'm so mixed on open world games, and I've gone so back and forth on it. This one, I have never had more fun driving around and just kind of walking around in the place. I I get lost not doing missions, not getting anything done. Totally, I can spend totally. an hour and a half hanging out in fucking Night City. This is a fucking atmosphere game. I I'm, love it. I'm yeah. the same way, Colin. Like this city, first of all, it's one of the you know most detailed video game cities we've ever seen yes. where you can just walk around any part and it's just like you're in blade runner like 24 7 like you can go yes. get some mm-hmm. some noodles at the noodle stand like you can do yeah. everything and i love just walking around once you get the double jump legs you can just parkour and like get to different areas yeah, on like top of buildings and stuff you didn't think you could reach mm-hmm. it's insane the level of the verticality of this of this city the Everything about it is just very detailed, right? It's super dense, yeah. I mean, the variety of encounters, all the different gangs, the territories that they control. You know, we're, I'm, I, we were introduced, we, I was introduced to them in the anime, right? But all the gangs from the anime are in, you know, yeah. the show. They're in the game, you know? So right. the Maelstrom yes. is in the anime, the um, Tiger Claws, all that stuff is directly drawn from the game. So it was cool for me to discover them you know, the way they exist in Night City, the video game version, and just be like, oh, that's from, you know, the reverse of what Jacob did, basically. What yeah. most people did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. Totally, but, uh, yeah, and I mean, well, Mike, Wait, let's you want to talk that, about... 
when spoilers when, just in case if anybody's yeah, not played the game the whole, the whole thing, game yeah. plot and let's yeah, say where we quest. we are in the story because I, that's a great yeah, how far do we get yeah, yeah. yeah for me i still have not finished the main campaign but where i am at is i'm at the point of that nocturne op 155 whatever quest yeah, yeah, right? yeah. so that's the point of no return quest so i haven't started okay. it yet i want to finish all the side content before i actually go into that last quest gotcha uh, I know I'll, broad strokes of kind of what happens already. So right. I'm definitely the least then. Um, I th- don't know what main quest I would be at to even call it. Cause it's mm. truly, I, I find a lot of these to be like, okay, you drop that thing off for me, drive around for a couple hours. I'm going to call you again. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know you are. I don't know what you're going to call me with next, but um, I, done all the side missions you guys know my thing with video games where like i never even try to like pay attention to what the story is i'll play with the volume off other distractions all that stuff mm-hmm. i didn't do that for this one i have my headphones on that plug into my playstation 5 controller i can fucking hear and listen to the world as i'm sort of like living in it and stuff and i know the characters and the yeah. stories I've had with them, but I, for the life of me, like with Sato, who who is the guy that I'm even trying to help outside oh, of John's Yeah, I, like I'm doing stuff well, with him. I have so no the way idea it's why. structured, the way the main mm-hmm. quest is structured, right? So you have you the, can't spoil anything for me. Like yes, but right. say anything. Please. Well, it starts out mm-hmm. you you have this big gig you're doing. Well, first yeah. of all, you you have three starting paths, right? Corpo, right. Street Kid, Nomad. They don't have a ton of consequence once you get into the main part of the game, but it's just the way your your story starts, I guess. It's like the um, intro portion is different, yeah. but yeah. Otherwise. But then you get in, you meet your friend Jackie Wells, great guy. Um, you're living the edge runner life, basically. You get a you get this gig where you have to steal something from Arasaka Tower, right? And that's the big. They're heist. one of the big three corp corporate powers, right. which are also government. Right. So that's a big, they're, they're, big job, right? Yeah, and they're heavily. F- featured in the anime as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you do this job at Arasaka. It goes wrong, of course. Uh, Jackie dies, RIP. No. Uh, you get this chip uh, put in you that is a construct of Johnny Silverhand. And this is, of course, Keanu Reeves. Uh, Johnny Silverhand, if you know... Yes. Um, yeah. And if you know a little bit about the cyberpunk world or if you've if you looked it up or are interested, like Johnny Silverhand's like a legacy character, like Morgan Blackhand from and the board like game. Adam Smasher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so like Adam know, Smasher no, no, is like his cool. rival and, and everything. Um, right. So you have, uh, you know, this construct in your mind of Keanu Reeves, Johnny Silverhand, who talks to you and is like slowly taking over your brain and your body. Uh, so again, it's getting into that transhumanism on another level where it's like your entire body is going to be converted into Johnny Silverhand, basically. He'll take He's over your whole identity. You. Yeah. So you're trying to stop that. You're trying to not die. Uh, and you're trying to get this chip out of your head. Meanwhile, there's this whole conspiracy with Arasaka where the, you know, the head guy of our, you know, Saburo Arasaka is killed by his son. This mm-hmm. is the whole conspiracy you got to go into. Yeah. yeah, and then he tries to cover it up, like, you know, and then he's trying to take over Arasaka, but you were witnesses to this. You have so you're the trying info, to... yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's kind of this whole plot. So you become a kind of a central figure into this whole plot. Then the, the main quest kind of breaks down. It, it kind of breaks down into three lanes, right? You've got the Judy quest, you've got the Pan Am quest, and you've got the 
Takamura quest, right? So you can kind of do those in any order. Uh, kind of linked. Yeah. yeah they're kind of linked couple, together. Like, I don't know if you guys ever hung out with river. That's like another side quest that goes on later on. Yeah. Carrie, you're a dime, but I think, you know, it's another one of those, like he has much is to do with Judy, but he's a little more peripheral yeah. blade runner. And those All are both uh, romance characters as well. Yeah. Ticking clock to keep yourself alive. But, but Mike, where are you out of all of that? Okay. So where I am, um, I did again, I, I finished the anime. I immediately installed the game because X Kaita, we finished the anime at midnight on my birthday. He got me the steam code for my birthday. And so I've been, wow. I played it laser focus i did do all the side quests i've done everything that i can you've like basically 100 so. of the game as wow. much as they'll like nobody's calling me with missions i have a couple like uh police scanner with yeah. but everything you else is done. Totally every scanner hustle uh, i didn't buy every fucking, car but i have every what's house your name? fucking angelica jones or angelica ross calling you 27 times in a row yeah. you answered that fucking gig that many times, Mike. That's you've done ridiculous. every game. You've done every side quest that you know of. That's yep, crazy. All the cyber psychos, every side quest. Um, That's and crazy. I've beaten the game. I've gotten four different endings now. I think. Um, wow. Yeah, there's different endings. Yeah. Depending on your relationship with the different side characters. So if you choose not to like, if you don't complete the Pan Am quest, you can't necessarily get her ending or the Judy quest. Or the rogues. There's like a rogue side quest. There's a right? rogue side okay. quest that has to do with Johnny. Yeah. So depending on who you're close to, you can. But what's cool is if you beat the game, it reverts you to directly the point at of no return mission, which is right. That's the point at which the endings splinter off. So by loading you there every time you beat the game, you keep your levels and stuff. You yeah. have all the gear from beating the game, except now you can do it another way. So if you have side quests that aren't done, you didn't get close enough with that character, you can finish that and then go do a new ending. So I've just been exploring wow. the different endings. Um, right. I've done See, the for corpo me, ending. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. Go, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, just, yeah, I've done like a corpo ending. I've done like um, a solo, like I soloed Arasaka. I just went in by myself, guns blazing. I've done uh, one where Johnny kind of takes over the the body, you know? Right. It's some weird stuff. And uh, like one more um, random one, but yeah. Wow. See, for me, yeah. I I don't want to start the last quest until I at least finish the different uh, side character quests, right? So there's the the Pan Am quest. I want to complete her quest tree. I want to complete the Judy quest tree, the river. I haven't yep. even met Carrie Uridine yet. I know that's another like romance character that has like a mm-hmm. quest line. I don't even know He's how to He's one of him, Johnny's so I... bandmates from... Well, okay. and, and sorry, real quick. We have not said our genders. We have not yes, said... Let's uh, say, let's say that. Let's say our play lean, style. Yes, who you, and... who you are in love with. <laughs> right, right, yes. right. So I'll say... So my first playthrough, <laughs> I was a male... I uh, gave myself a micro penis, of course. Yes, excellent, uh, of course. <laughs> yes, but I was a I had street to get kid that male. Special, I said, "Hey, keep <laughs> downsize this duck." Yeah, um, I was a street Fix kid male who uh, I was going for the you know I was gonna I was romancing Pan Am and everything typical overcompensating you know mm. typical straight white male. This playthrough, I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck that! I'm gonna gender bend it. I'm gonna play as a woman. I'm gonna be a corpo woman." Uh, and I'm going to do the Judy. So the way the romance works, right? If you want to romance Judy, you have to be a female. You have to have a female body and a female voice, right? If you want to romance mm-hmm. Pan Am, you have to have a male body, male voice. River, River, I think. It's yeah, and Carrie Uridine. Yep. 
So river is female and then carrier is male. So there's two options. If you're a male, there's two options. If you're a female, there's two options. Oh, river then it can do both. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Uridine so, can't take my huge dick. There's no way I can be with that guy. <laughs> so I'm into the, uh, so I'm in love with Judy now and we're just girlfriends and it's going great. That's great. That's great. I'm happy to hear it. Yeah. I, I, as you disparagingly put straight white mailed it, you know, I'm Pan, I'm Pan Am was my, my GF. Uh, I haven't done yeah. the Pan Am ending yet um, with the Aldecado, but that's an option too. You can do right. Pan Am ending. So that's on the table. I'll probably do that one next. Colin, how about you though? I'm playing as a trans M to F woman. Um, nice. I am playing as a woman with a penis who does identify as a woman because, of course, you can you, you pick your body no, and your voice right separately. You do pick the voice separately. Yeah, so you can pick a masculine or feminine in body, and you then pick a masculine the genitals separately voice. too. Okay, I wasn't so, sure that you yeah. could do the voices separately because to me it seemed like it was kind of locking you into some binary. But I am a woman, but you know, I almost yeah. even maybe even want to be. Yes, I am introduced as a woman, so I am happy about that. Um, I love it. I love my character. I love my V. Uh, she's a corpo. She's. Uh, uh, I don't know if you know this, Mike. I'm mm. curious what ending I'll get because I'm I'm going against relationships. I'm an incel. My my V <laughs> is not doing any relationships. An insane way to play because, the game. No, no, because. No, <laughs> She wants to be with Misty, uh, who was, oh, of course, Jackie's the girlfriend, girlfriend of Jackie. Um, and that's since it's not a relationship tier, that's exactly why I did the tarot <laughs> quest first. Um, that, you know, I just I'm not going to progress with anyone else. And I just go and talk to her. And again, it is one of those things where it's like, I wish this game was more filled out. Jacob, you said the noodle stand stuff before. That's great. Every shop you should be able to shop at and every yes. person you should get more to do with. Well, Misty a, eventually becomes one of these people that's just like, how are you? Read your cards. You again? V, read your cards. And it's like, no, just yeah. like be yeah. alive. That's a big, a uh, a big yeah. drawback of the game is that it had the potential to be like an amazing once in a generation kind of game. And instead it's merely a pretty good game, but it could yes. have gone like next level Compared to something like Red Dead Redemption, I think there's a lot more stuff going on in the world in that game where you can just randomly stumble into situations. Here, it's like when you're walking around the streets. Yeah, it's very detailed, but all the civilians are just walking around. You can't talk to them. You can't interact. Doing nothing. It still crashes for me once a playthrough. Listeners, I think I've got it the worst out of all these guys, according to our text, but... I get to, like when I look at the kids and I know this has been pointed out, but the, the models of the kids just being shrunken down adults, it's so yeah. lazy looking. There's yeah. so many shoddy cut corners, Jacob, but yeah, I, it's like they, I uh, like it could have been amazing. Yeah. And I think it's a case of like this game should have been released like two years later than it was released. They try to rush things, cut yeah. a lot of things out that were originally going to be in it just to make their deadlines. And this is the game we got. But right, to, right. tried to fix it. To, but. to make simple fixes of like, should everything in the HUD be the same color? No, probably not. It should all have individual colors for each type of, you know, different thing that you're you're tracking, right? Yeah, well, right. no, we're not going to update that because we blew it one time. And, you know, it's just like, it, it's already made. What do we do? And it's like, I know you could fix this. Yeah. I'll do a quick sidebar. I complained a lot about the menu system. And mm. Jacob's just like, you'll get used to it. It's kind of like The Witcher, but I had big problems with it. I still think yes. it could be done better. But I, I, it, I, I totally. learned it 
I didn't like learning it. It could be streamlined though, Mike. It's yes. insane. Menus are very, uh, uh, you know, hard to learn or hard to learn, right? So they're un. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word. Unintuitive, and they're not. There's not good signaling, yes. like where no. you should look. Like you right, know. and no. that's why for me, it was if you've played The Witcher Three, for some reason the the menus in that game are like almost identical. Like so it's like they just one. copied their own work to save time. That's horrifying yeah, okay. to me. That yeah. sounds terrible. Well, it's so the fact that I, you know, and, and when I played Witcher three, I was like, these menus are terrible, but I got used to them over time. So then when I played this game, I was like, okay, this is basically the same thing. So I can see I how they taste, would be confusing yeah. to you. Yeah. Well, as much as the listeners would love hearing more about menus, you know, they are confusing and you can learn them. Um, let's like, go back to kind of the world or the story i mean yeah 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 i wanted to ask colin about so he's mm. in love with misty that's right. uh, another mm-hmm. so i've never heard anyone want to romance misty but another character mm-hmm. that people online have heard they're like oh i wish there was a mod where you can and maybe someone's making a mod where you could romance this other character claire who is your racing friend right who is a transgender woman in yes. the game you can't yeah. romance claire i love claire. i didn't her romance quest, claire I, I pissed yeah. her off because I, I just pissed her uh, off i, I did i uh, thought it was gonna be romance option though but anyway she is not no. but a lot of people want her to become Should a be. romance option yeah huh. hey here's my romance dark horse brendan the vending machine <laughs> i love <laughs> brendan yeah that's let a great me, quest too. let me take him home if i discovered that something was alive i'd be like Oh, you, I'll move you into my apartment and give you a cell phone or like log you into the Internet. <laughs> I started I started my journey wanting revenge for Rebecca and David. By the end, I also wanted revenge for Brendan. <laughs> he was part of it. I was like, no, man, Brendan was my friend. Right. That's, that's season two. Is the the mm-hmm. vending machine that is maybe sentient or just maybe a really well-written like algorithm. Yeah. yeah. Or a glitch in an algorithm. Right? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. In my um, head, he's he's alive. <laughs> And it's yeah. a joke. Yeah. I wanted to ask joke. guys this too, before we get more into the story mm-hmm. and stuff, but uh, your play style. So for me, yes. that's good. I, yeah. yeah, you can, it's an RPG, right? So you can build your character different ways. You can't max out every stat. So you have to choose no. what you're putting your points into, what weapons you're using, that kind of thing. Um, for me, I'm a pistol boy. I'm a katana boy or girl, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a sharpshooter. I've got my revolver, the Overture revolver, uh, with a silencer and a scope. I call it my Blade Runner gun. I sneak around. Mm. I headshot people. Uh, crit damage is huge. I also, if I need to go up close, I've got my katana. I'm net, I'm net hacking. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm kind of, i got multiple uh, talents, but I, I dumped like the body stat, so I didn't do any... You know, mm-hmm. unarmed fighting or mm-hmm. shotguns or blunt weapons, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got it, got it. The blades well, and pistols mainly, yeah. Blades, pistols, assault rifles as well. In as net running. You're in, in that, that running. You're in that bathtub ice cubes. Mm-hmm. And I can do stealth if I need to, but so many times you don't need to because you're just mm-hmm. so overpowered. So you can just go in and yes. fuck everyone up. Right. You had said that, I'll say my playthrough. You had said that to us um, that, oh, you're going to get so OP, you don't need to worry about that. And I was like, no, I'm going to really lean towards stealth. So here's here's my bifurcation of, of mm-hmm. my two styles that I did. Because, Jacob, you smartly also text us and were like, focus on one thing. Exactly what you said about it yeah, being an RPG. Yeah, one or two like, or three. You're yeah. not going to be able to spread it out, play smart here. And we're like, mm-hmm. okay. So I was kind of had that in my mind the whole time. And I did net running and I liked it, but it was a lot of stuff of like, 
everybody's blind. I'll walk up and cut your heads off with a katana. And I was like, you know, they're not doing a challenge or like even trying to introduce stealth into that. So after the anime, I respect out and did the Sandevistan with the katana. Mm. I got to say, I had a fucking blast playing that way. Super slow-mo, super fast motion, running around, cutting people up, sliding to the next person, doing another. I mean, it makes wow. you feel badass, dude. Yeah. That I have not really cool. ever tried the send devastand in this game. I've have, I've got the six slot maxed out, you know, cyber deck or whatever. Sure. Never. Mm-hmm. So basically you can either do the net running route where you have all yeah. the hacks or you can use the sand devastand, which slows down time and you can just become. There's also a berserker one, but I've never used yes. that one either. Yeah, I've never used that. either. No, but it's a play style. So there's, there's, you know, a uh, play variety for me. Again, I'm on a revenge mission. Um, so I got Rebecca's shotgun. And then I forsoke every other thing in the game. I only use shotgun that shotgun. This guy. I, I do net run. I net run. I can turn sure. invisible. And I have Where Rebecca's shotgun. Where do you get shotgun. that? Oh, There's that's a, at the cyber at the docks. On the, yeah. I've got the, the invisibility corpus. as well. How have I not gotten that? Really? I try not to use it, though, because I feel like it makes stealth too easy, where it's just like, oh, I can just mm. make myself invisible and just run by everybody. That's or I can awesome, try to sneak though. around. No, I walk directly up to them. And hold Rebecca's shotgun to their face, <laughs> and I unload. Wow. And that's what I do. But um, so my play style is revenge with Rebecca's shotgun. When I do have the non-lethal <laughs> something, I, I found a giant dildo, and I use that to non-lethally beat people to death. So a little Incredible. bit of blunt weapon training. But my favorite thing in the game is Rebecca's shotgun is so powerful of a recoil. If you jump off of a tall building and shoot the ground before you land you will survive with zero damage so i'll be in wow. a i'll be in a heist 32 floors up you got to steal God. the item i'll go invisible merc the dude with the item grab it and then just jump off the roof shoot the ground and walk away like nothing happened it's like that's the amazing, that amazing. Yeah. Wait, it's arsenal <laughs> is that what the stat is for shotgun or whatever it is it's a body Body assault, and then assault. assault. Um, oh, right. No, annihilation. 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 Yeah, assault is in. Uh, so there's reflex yes. and body, which reflex yes. has pistols, assault rifles, and katanas or sharp weapons. Blades. Yeah. Body yeah. has shotguns, I think SMGs as well. Yeah. Uh, Stealth has not, blunt so. weapons and unarmed yeah. fighting. So like there's yeah. like any good RPG, like you can't max everything out. So you kind of have to trade, you know, oh, I'm going to dump this stat or that stat. So like for me, I was really weak body. I had a hard time with the fist fights that you got to do as one of the side missions because I'm just like a weak person with a pistol that just shoots everybody. I was annihilation. I could destroy them because I had so much in body and I had high HP and whatever. Yeah. But if you try to get into snipers or something like that, you're not going to have. It's not Rebecca's gun. I didn't touch it. Yeah. (laughs) Has anyone here tried a physical add on like gorilla arms or mantis blade? I've tried them all just to see mm. what they're like. Like I've tried the Manus blades. I've tried the mono wire, which is the like Lucy's thing. weapon from the anime. Yes, yeah. which is from the, the game and then in the anime. But anyway, you know when yeah. she's fucking sliding down buildings with that thing in like the ninth episode, or cuts oh, yeah. all the Maelstrom's so arms off at like one go uh, or something. But and uh, it, like in my first playthrough, I thought, oh, I'm going to use Manus blades. Like they're so cool looking. I'm going to use them all the time. What I realized is actually funner. It's more fun to fight people with just a katana than the mana blades. For me, sure. it's like I like the animation of the mm. you know attacks better, and it's just easier to use. So as much as I think the mana blades look cool, I don't think they're that practical. Gotcha, gotcha. I have. But um, I do use the. Uh, I'm sorry. I I do use the double arm. jump legs. 
Uh, the gorilla arms are good for for non-lethal fighting too. They just kind of make you stronger at punching things. I ended right. up being a super jump instead of a double jumper. Uh, okay, yeah, I, that's I, the I, other yeah. option. Yeah, I tried them both. I, I think the double jump I found more utility because I can use it mm. on the fly. I have to like plan to use a super. You have to charge it. Right. But, both fun, and that's the part of the expression of play. I, uh, because I'm a revenge for the edge runners, I have the arm cannon that Maine has that David. Yes, has. Oh yes, that of one course. Too. Well. So oh, my. it's all close range for me, you know. You got to get those hands. <laughs> I get and you can also, hands, uh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you can also get so like the invisibilities that you put in the grenade slot. You mm-hmm. can also get uh, a launcher that you put in the grenade slot that you just like shoot missiles yeah. and shit out of your arm. I got a blood that's the main, pack that's in there main's that arm, heals yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, um, that's the main arm. I have a heart where if I die, I automatically revive with full health. Uh, right, and the cooldown is amazing. two minutes. So when I was fighting Adam Smasher, he killed me. And then I was streaming with some friends. He's like, oh, you died. I'm like, no, I didn't. And then I get right back up and I get around fucked him up oh, yeah. with a dildo and a oh, shotgun. Boom, yeah. boom. <laughs> and Colin, let me ask you this. So you were mainly melee weapons, but what did yes. you use any guns or just melee? I, I, you know, once it got up to one, when you find some iconic or legendary, cause I always like to be like, oh, this is like the stuff in a lot of these RPG games where you find like, it's not it's not even colored it's like the you know not below green like it's the total common loot i'm like this get this fucking shit out of you even up to purple like i don't want any if it can right. scale whatever get me the legendary thing orange, so once right. i finally found like a fucking orange crazy shotgun yeah i started oh, sure. rocking that too you can get nice. johnny's pistol which has like an awesome reload animation it's mainly a six too because he just shoots yeah. fire out of the fucking barrel <laughs> I have oh, that's incredible. I have that pistol that's alive, the one that's like oh, hey, Skippy, how are you? Oh, yes, lethal or non-lethal. I, I, dude, you know lethal. I want lethal, lethal. On him. And here's the thing: <laughs> I always take it with me because it's another thing, like Brendan, where I'm like, if I find these things that are alive, like they're real, I'm not gonna get rid of them. Yeah. I never use him, but he's always equipped. It, yeah, you always can't equip yeah. him. Actually, once yeah. you get him, you can't take him out of your. You can't put him in the box. He's always in your inventory, but yeah. he's always oh, in an equipped slot. That. Oh, you equipped him, yeah. Um, I always have, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a quest associated with Skippy. I won't spoil it, but there's there's more to the story of Skippy. Check that out. might yeah. be the last side quest I have then, because it still has the weird little circle thing like a quest next yeah. to it. And I kept it's a wondering if there's something I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Along with like Johnny's items and stuff like that, you can't take them out of your inventory once you get them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But you mentioned the... Another thing that I specced into, which is the whole crafting upgrade thing, which some people, they don't get into at all. Me, I kind of like that kind of inventory management. Like, You're a miner weird boy, about that. A Minecraft yeah. boy. You love, love a, a craft things experience. in my inventory. Yes. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I love to, you know. The Resident Evil 4 inventory systems high on your list is like yeah. best. Sort, spins. Well, I, like, I like having an unlimited. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of a hoarder. Yeah. So I like to have an unlimited inventory. Or what I do in this game, which is totally like, I know most people don't do this. It's very, there's no point to it, but I have to have one unique version of every weapon in my stash, which is like the, you can have unlimited stuff. So mm-hmm. if, if I look in my stash, I just have, it, I can just scroll for like days and just have every single gun that I find uh, before I sell At least anything. one type. Yeah. Yeah. I sell duplicates or if I get like a higher version, I'll sell the lower version. Yeah. yeah. But every piece of, of clothing, every weapon, like I keep it all. Cause I'm just an extreme hoarder. You're broken. 
Yeah, I did it with uh, Witcher too. Like I had every sword in that freaking game. Nice. Uh, I never use any of them. I just keep them in this chest. And sometimes never, I'll just look never at them. switch off the thing you like. <laughs> no, I made yeah. uh, I made a mistake not specking into that to upgrade stuff. Like I, I ended up doing some levels in Reflex early. Then I got Rebecca's gun and said, "Nope, shouldn't have done that." Right. So I would have liked to be able to upgrade because I'm not smart enough to upgrade Rebecca's gun. I can't upgrade legendary items. Oh, so yeah. like well, I would love to have a more a... powerful version of that, but I can't do it. Right. Yeah. And you really need to commit to uh, crafting because you have to get to level 18 to do legendary upgrades. Yeah. So, um, but what you can do, like, so you can you can upgrade like blues into to greens to purples or whatever yeah. i can upgrade purples to orange which is legendary uh and it's just a way where you can get the gun that you like and not have to switch it out for something that has better stats because you can just upgrade the stats and keep that game you know yeah. th- those weapons for most of the game and I, i'm pretty sure rebecca's gun is is a purple so i wouldn't need to get to 18 but maybe you would but either way it's right. like yeah i want to upgrade it because i'm just married to that gun as part of my revenge tour for david and rebecca yeah i can't not you know i wear the jacket and i carry that gun that's what i do you know? <laughs> right but i just love the whole like attachments you can put different modifiers and stuff mm-hmm. like i'm all about that kind of Make thing it yours i love just like making a super op weapons that like i can just blast anyone with it and so Let's mm-hmm. let's roll into some um, future talk of it. So DLC wise, because we know yeah. it's supposed to come. Mm-hmm. Are we thinking it's going to gear more towards this sort of more customization, more guns, more attachments, more, um, you know, melee weapons? I know the from the story angle, it's dealing with political, like the government and stuff. Uh, okay. That's kind of the it's called Phantom theme Liberty, of it. Right? So, yeah. but, wow, and we're going to get a full story elements with some side quests yeah, and, new and areas. some main quests. So, like, new areas. If you know anything about the background of the world, like there's the uh, the free states of America or whatever, there's the unified states. So like Night City is kind of a neutral zone between the these two, basically America's like split into different countries now so there's the, the big corpo wars where you know arasaka and militech were basically fighting against each other as like countries and night city is kind of a neutral zone so i think that's going to be a lot of it is like the political side of things and like picking sides in this war and everything it seems like there's more with johnny too like because he was a he fought in south america during some of these conflicts during the corporate yeah. wars and stuff so he'll probably be like how dare you side with those blah 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 you know he'll, he'll right. say something if you do some of the pan am quests like their her buddies were were all like veterans of the corpo wars and stuff But I would love to see more customization. Like one thing they added in the latest patch when the the anime came out was the whole outfit system where you can have an aesthetic outfit. Yeah, but keep whatever best stats your clothes have without having to worry about wearing a bunch of random like in a lot of RPGs. You just you you a lot of times, you know, I like to look Ah, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I like to pick style over stats because I'm just a freak like that. But this allows you to have both. Right. Yeah. Fashion hunting is what they call it. Yeah. So that's one thing that I what I like about, uh, uh, you know, that's an update that I like. Another thing they could do is vehicle customization. I would love some vehicle. Man, big miss. Yes, because there are some 
way better like colored cars and motorcycles some coats of paint would be interesting yeah yeah Yeah. you can't even change the color of of any cars or vehicles in the game like even if there's whatever color it is on the map right they exist you just can't have it yeah that's a bummer um i think i want the metro system modders have already added it but i want to ride the monorail like david Mm. going to school of course yeah why why can't i do that you know it's do you are you bugged at all moving around the map at all mike there's enough of the quick move places but no so so here's where i'm at um i'm on a revenge tour and as such (laughs) again as you said (laughs) somebody had a created a a, a mod that's a radio station that was only music from the Edge Runners anime. Oh yeah, put all that on the radio station. I've witnessed this live watching you. Play. So then, what I did is I went into that code and I I net run it. I jacked in and I oh, made no. a new version of the radio station that I call Radio David, and it only oh, plays no. that one song. I really want to stay at your house over and over and over again, and the rule is, I never teleport anywhere i always ride my motorcycle and i listen to that song and i look at yes. the moon and that's every time i've wow. never i've witnessed this hell. man playing this game he drives around in the motorcycle listening to this song over and over it's true mm-hmm. um i, I don't it. use the yeah i also don't use the quick travel locations very like i've used them like occasionally if i'm going like across the entire map for like a quest or something i'm like all right i'll use it this time but i try to mostly drive and i mainly stick to Jackie's arch because I, I like that sure. motorcycle. I like the color mm-hmm. and everything, but like the lately I've been buying different uh, cars and stuff just to try them out. The driving this game is kind of Bad. not great. Yeah. But I'm getting used to it and I like the different handling of the different cars. So now I'm all about driving different cars around the city and just blending in with city life. You have a here's, here's, vehicle, Colin. Yeah. Well, and here's just what I'll say about the handling real quick is to say that because it's, I agree with you that it's bad, but it's also some of my favorite that's ever been in a video game because it does yeah. have that very realistic controls of like, like Mike, I know you're a fucking Akira slide fan, but mm-hmm. the, the burnout donut of it all, the ability yeah. to sort of quick change your direction, but also that you have to deal with the fix physics of, I did just whip around. So I'm wobbling and go like there. It, Let it, me say it is very real of it. Yeah. When we say handling is bad, that is yeah. for cars. Motorcycles feel great in this game. Yeah, like, I but say. even the but I, cars but are yeah, yeah, there's a learning curve. If you yeah. yeah, if you try to do the same stuff as motorcycles, it's it has a it just has a weird feel. But I'm I'm with you guys. I, I like the I like Jackie's arch. I mean, that's all I roll around on. Let's it's great. Yeah. And right, but but the cars are growing on me. And the thing yeah. is with the cars. They all have different handling. So they have different top Mm -hmm. speeds, different turning ability. So like some of the faster cars, they're not necessarily better. Like I have the fastest car in the game, the Caliburn that you get from the the Merkman. Merkman side. We love Um, Merkman in the desert. But that car isn't Mm -hmm. possible to drive in the city because if you have to do a turn in it, you're just wiping out immediately, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you take it out to the country. Yeah. You can take it out in the country or on on the highway, just be blazing around. Wasteland. 210, I think it's the fastest car. Yeah. 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 But I also have like, so I got this car, the, the quartz uh, bandit. And Mm -hmm. this car is like a little orange car. It goes maybe like 165 top speed, but the handling on it, I love it. I'm driving around the city, having a blast. Uh, and there are some, so there's some Ooh. cars that do handle a lot better. There's like the, the Badlands cars. They have a lot better traction and stuff. So they're, I think cars are 
growing on me in this game and becoming yeah. more drivable. Yeah. Some of some of the dirt Remember bikes, I, maybe it's a placebo, but like some of the dirt bike designs, they're better off road than on road. Like they yeah. get thrown off by rocks less, I think. But um, never Seems drive like a Mia little. Mia. That little, it looks like a 3D Dorito. That thing is so hard to turn. It's the like turning a radius car, is so yeah. narrow. Sure, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the first car I bought. It's like one of those smart never. cars. Sure. I but now that I have this uh, disposable cash, I'm buying like some of the more expensive cars and stuff just to try them out. Yeah, that's part yeah. of the quest I haven't done. I haven't bought every car. I have every house, you know, um, like I think maybe I have every house as well. Now. Your body's there. all modded out. See, guys, we're all just Chromed falling out. in and yeah. I'm going to run to the stick. edge. <laughs> Crazy. But uh, yeah, you know, hell of a hell of a game. Um, hell of a game. I think Hell we game. Is there anything you want to say about the story that we haven't mentioned? Well, it's hard because it's such like a individual thing, like the endings you could spoil, but it's like any, you know, is there anything stand you experienced that really missions. stuck with you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like mm. Brendan being one, you know, any standout side missions for you guys besides Merkman? I really like the, That's not even a the mission, character, but... uh, like, like I mentioned, the character quest trees, like Judy, yeah. Pan Am, River. Like, I think those are some of the best side quests. Like the Judy quest, I really love the last mission of it pyramid song named after a Radiohead song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, that was like one of my favorite quests in the game. Cause you're not it's, fighting anybody, but it's just, it's just about the relationship with Judy. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And all the sad stuff that's happening in that, in that quest. Yes. Line. Is Judy one of the most organic people in the cyberpunk world? She seems very non chromed up, right? She might be, yeah, which Purposely is interesting because she, she's a techie. She's like in, she's a, she's a, a BD runner, editor. yeah, yeah. She's got a cyber deck, but she's not all chromed out yeah. with like other mods. Yeah, interesting. It's just right. all up yeah. here in the brain, man. Pan Am's like, probably Ganic as hell too. Yeah, the Pan Am quest I love. The yeah. Takamura, I just the the Takamura main quest where you're the, doing the parade flow thing. Where I love that quest so much. Where I'm sneaking around, picking off people. Yeah, I was having a blast with that one. The, the crowd density is really one. high. Yeah, and then there's like yeah. a, a one of the rare boss fights, you know, in that mission. That's a fun one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Side side quests. I mean, Brendan was definitely one of them. River had a cool story. It was very, mm-hmm. um, very like dark. Te- teens were being kidnapped and hooked up to like cow machines. It was yeah. fucking wild. Yes, yeah, let's. Them. But notable aside, let's do this. Let's ask somewhere. It's like what's the moral choice that you took? Like, did you mm. turn the wife in to the husband who hires you as a PI? Oh, that she might. The, the, so the guy who they're getting spied on that one. Yeah. There's mm. like a room. I told him what was happening and then he was like, all right, I'll figure it out. But I didn't get much follow up with that. I don't, I don't remember. Oh, there's a second part of that quest that I haven't done yet. I think. Gotcha. Oh, maybe it's quite tricky. Yeah. 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 It's kind of yeah. hard to do. Um, I have a question. How about the now. guy who's, who was uh, crucified? Did you kill him? Sinner man. Did you guys do Sinner man? That's yeah. an incredible side quest. Yes. That's did a, you do yeah, it? that's an interesting one. I did not uh, do it. I was like, no, <laughs> so this is fucking crazy. Yeah. I, am well, out like, I, did it I, know, I mean, he yeah, wanted of course. Me yeah. Cause it's sexual. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> he was into it. No, it's not. Depends. <laughs> <laughs> it was for the player maybe, but not for, yeah, yeah. No, not a, yeah. Anyway. So he wanted you to, I think that was weird though. Like, like it's a really cool side quest. Cause yeah. It's like he's kind of being exploited by the Corpo BD producers, but then he thinks he's, I don't know, it's he's, just fascinating. It's a religious angle where he wants to be crucified like Christ, basically. And he's and, a former murderer who's like changed yes. and become And they're going to capture his brain wavelengths while he's getting crucified to sell that brain dance to people. <laughs> right. 
at their best when you're in a good cyberpunk mission gig, you know, side quest, side mission, any of these things. You're in a good Black Mirror episode where you're yes, like, yes. oh, there's kind of like levels, there's twists, there's multitudes going on. And then some of them, it's like, you do it and you're like, yeah, I know where this is going. Or, yeah, this is like fucking dumb as hell. And they just, yeah. some of them just really do not feel as imaginative. Mm. There's one small one that I remember pretty clearly. And it's only like two, two events, but there's these two monks and they've been kidnapped by uh, the Maelstrom and they're oh, forced them yeah. to put chrome on their bodies which means yeah it, based on their belief that they which would not be able to answer to have it right. and right. i'm like that is so fucked up and then you meet them later and they're like yeah you know we're we're doing our best you know thanks for saving yeah. my brother but it's like it's what a wild idea that like just for i fun, did that one do that and like i killed all the maelstrom people and then they were like oh you're like a monster please get away from us right now yeah yeah and i was like i'm sorry that i saved you and they're like you killed all those yeah, people that goes against our beliefs too and i was hired <laughs> but yeah that's a good way um, to put it a great black mirror episode like brendan yeah. is like that but like light yeah. yeah all these cabs that are becoming Delamain. self-aware you know yeah uh, but and then you see potential for some of them but then uh, to me even like the brain dance sequences I've, I've said this to jacob mike but i had a lot of issues with the brain dance sequences because it seems to me of another thing with cd project red where they're like we've got this great idea sometimes you're going to do these detective missions halfway through and they're like yeah. well yeah. are they going to be incredibly repetitive and exactly the same every time well yeah of course they will and you'll have to do it like six times and, you know that'll be it but then you watch the anime and you see these depths of like, why weren't some of them me going to the moon or like all of a sudden I'm on a pirate ship and I'm doing like a pirate adventure in the middle of a cyberpunk game. Like right. I know those those monks like make you meditate like four times, but it's like yeah. that's, oh, yeah. that's dumb. I did you like the brain dances, dude? I hated the I, brain dances. I didn't mind them because I like doing the detective work. It makes me feel wow. immersed in the story of like, okay. I think the Witcher again – did something like this too where you're doing witcher detective work where you're using your witcher senses to like be like oh there's a puddle of blood there or whatever there's footsteps and i like that detective work as you know it makes me feel like i'm i'm the character right and i'm doing the job yeah like it could get a little tedious here and there like mechanically but like it did feel very cyber to like jack into a memory and learn something from it again a little clunky i hear you but like i I enjoyed the flavor of it you know even if the texture wasn't but but like clunky is literally cd project red just doing what jacob just said of like well we had a detective story in the last one and like you're the star in this other game we're making like let's him do detective story too why can't you go to your couch at your apartment sit down put on your BD rig and choose right there of like, here's a sport one. You know, you have to play a weird cyberpunk sport in the middle of this game. Yeah. What's the sport from Alita? Motorball? Yes, yeah, rollerball. <laughs> motorball. Yeah, man. Yeah. Or you put one yeah. on, it's a race. That way you don't have to go see fucking Claire. That's the thing time. is that it's just like, the Witcher. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> Again, this is like a game that had like a ton of potential that didn't quite live Limitless. up to it. Yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. I will say this. Based on, you know, the resurgence of popularity in this game, of course, they're getting that DLC and they did announce they're making a Cyberpunk 2. I don't know what it's going to be called exactly, but they're making a sequel to this game. So I can only hope that they're taking a lot of those ideas that they had for the original that they they had to cut out for 
to meet a deadline or whatever. And I'm so, hoping that yeah. this next game will be like the greatest game ever. So, so something happened with CG Project Red. Yeah, we saw that Jacob. the first time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where they had a stockholders meeting, and it seemed like to recoup these historic losses that they had of faith. Of they announced what was it? Two Witcher sequels, Jacob? Is yeah, that correct? A new Witcher trilogy. A new like Witcher, Witcher trilogy. Yeah. So they're doing a whole... Because like Witcher 3 was the end of a trilogy. Kind of the end of Geralt's story. I don't know if it's going to follow Ciri as the main character or what. Okay. But, uh, mm. New Witcher it, trilogy. Remasters of the old games, right? Or at least the first one or something yes, like that. The first two, which is sorely needed because those are great stories. But the gameplay, because they're so old... Very clunky, especially one hard to play in this day. It's like playing, uh, you know, Morrowind or something today. Like they definitely <laughs> sure. need a, yeah, a yeah. remaster. So, but great news in, on that. In all that news, they also go and Cyberpunk too. It's pretty wow. ambitious. It's pretty ambitious. That but <laughs> seems to me pretty desperate, in my opinion. Of like, we're going to do everything you ever wanted us to. Please treat us right. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. totally. I can see that, but if it pans out in like six years or it whatever, it didn't pan out this time. It's only maybe panning out now. And the only reason yeah. it's panning out now is because the anime got. I mean, well, they, they were putting in work. Yeah. They were making the game better, but the anime supercharged the interest. Without They've the never anime, us back. The, yeah. the, the player base is, wouldn't have spiked. Yeah, yeah. And the problem is they overpromised, which is so often the problem with these big AAA games, where it's like you're going to be able to do this and this and this, it and then when the game works. comes out, it's like. No, all that stuff was cut out. Barely uh, it's barely working. And I have to say, Colin, you know, I have a lot of I have had a lot of uh, bugs and performance issues still to this day in this playthrough. We we said fashion is one of the, the reasons we like to play it. Sometimes when I turn it on, I restart it three in a row because I get the dark hair glitch or that uh. everybody has, you know, translucent faces like it's you're so a, frustrating you're a ps5 boy i'm a five i'm boy. on pc mike you're on, on pc, PC yep but yeah i'm getting sometimes I'll, I'll enter areas and people will just be t-posing still and they'll take a minute to load in i never so- saw a single t-pose so far so far wow. i've been lucky with the glitches but i don't know how i have but a lot yeah. of audio glitches too where like I'll hear weird things in the background sound that'll just like like a car revving, but it'll just repeat continuously sometimes in certain areas. I've had a gunfire gunfiring sound infinitely going for a couple yeah, minutes. I've had that too. Yeah. yeah. But um I had a, I mean, a physics thing where when I would look at stuff, it would be like I was like punching or like like my camera movements were physical movements, basically. Wild. Yeah. So so it's still a little rough around the edges, but you know, they have resurgence of popularity with the game, which has an all-time high of players. The anime was a hit, luckily not doing a sequel, because Trigger doesn't do sequels anyway, and we wouldn't need it. But yeah, is there a world a where... Why why are they not announced a movie with Keanu Reeves? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why have they not done that? Do the Johnny yeah. Silverhand bombing Arasaka the movie. I mean, it well, would have to be very adult. It's a very Keanu adult Reeves property. Is like the cyberpunk actor, because... Matrix, that's Cyberpunk. Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny, Johnny Mnemonic. He loves Cyberpunk. So yeah, I Cyber twenty seven seven. That's a great. Speaking idea. of Cyber, though, can can as we kind of get over heading towards mm-hmm. the last thoughts cafe, the afterlife, as it were. I want to ask about any other Cyberpunk stuff that you've gotten into because I, after mm-hmm. the anime, I am Cyber. Like I, I want to hear about yeah. You are you are with, uh, you are replacing your skin is our understanding. Hundred <laughs> percent robotics. Yeah. Well, I know no. you're getting into William Gibson, right? 
Correct, correct. So I finished Neuromancer. I'm currently reading Count Zero. And behind oh, wow. me, I have Mona Lisa Overdrive and Burning Chrome. Oh, my um, God. Listen, I might want to borrow. It. I know you've been I know Xkite has been reading. Now, another friend has Neuromancer. Stuff. You're next in line. I, wow. I have the audiobook for Neuromancer and I've listened to some of it, but I actually wouldn't mind reading it a physical copy. And that might it help needs me. to be read. I highly I recommend. I wouldn't mind downloading it in no, my brain. <laughs> I would, I, yeah, just chip it in, right? Yeah. Um, no, I, I love it. And what's crazy is it's 1984. It's like the first book to ever win the Triple Crown of like the Nebula, the Hugo, and the Philip K. Dick Award for sci- wow. like all three of the top wow. sci-fi awards. And just thinking it was written in 1984, and he's like, this is pre like understanding what the internet is. And the amount of ideas totally. in this book and it's just things we take for granted. Like we know what the matrix is because we grew up with the matrix. He wrote this in the eighties and like, he's talking right. about jacking in and chips. It's set in like night city is in the book. Like Mike Pondsmith legitimately is just like, yeah, neuromancer inspired me to make the game. I t- took a lot of the of ideas, the idea totally. of ice, like hacking ice is in the book. Like a lot of things uh, in totally. he, that's 2077 the, are directly the... from the book. Yeah, that's the godfather of cyberpunk, essentially. Yeah, uh, still William alive is, is the nice thing. You know, William mm-hmm. Gibson, a guy you can literally just see tweeting out. People will be like, well, what do you think about Matrix stealing all your stuff? And he'll be like, yeah, I stole, you know, this from this from this other literature. Who gives mm-hmm. a shit about anything? Right. And Mike, right. I think you you kind of might also find interesting about him. Huge fashion guy. Right. And all of his writing, he kind of mm. comes up with the leather or the sort of Blade Runner look. And I know yeah. that a lot of Japanese brands make like a William Gibson signature collection of like cool cyberpunk outfits. That's super rad. Yeah. The way he, his prose is incredible. Um, the way these books are written is wild. Like there's so much texture with the characters, the look, the world. Right. Um, but then it's written like a like a movie. Like they'll be in a scene and it'll just suddenly be like another scene like it doesn't set up and then they were in the next room just the conversations happening and you kind of have to catch up to the scene as it's unfolding it's it's a wild uh pace but i i love cyberpunk the genre i like reading these books and then seeing what it turned into so i highly recommend normally when we do what you're watching what you're playing what you're reading i haven't read shit but i've been reading yeah, and uh, watching and playing, and, play and, You've and been I can't get enough. in this world, Mike. I'm going to watch Blade Runner, both of them, probably this month. You know, just hell at yeah. one point, dude. Know. They're doing do a fucking IMAX showing at the fucking uh, um, what used to be the the what you call it theater, the one right in downtown on Hollywood. Oh, oh, oh! I have to the ArcLight. What that used to be? No, the goddamn where they used to do the Oscars. Oh, oh the Chinese, the Dobie, the Chinese theater. Thank you. Jacob. That's right, right, right. Okay. Um, um, yeah, I, th- I think it's funny about the fashion of cyberpunk because it's all based on what it was in the '80s, and that's just been the defining look of cyberpunk from then on. But I love it. Uh, you know, yeah. Blade Runner. I I recently rewatched uh, twenty fifty one or whatever that movie's 49. called. Forty nine. Uh, I love that movie. It's a freaking masterpiece. Denis Villeneuve. Uh, yeah. yeah. Joy. I, I will I mean, say, sorry. Um, cyberpunk. Uh, if you want a, another game wreck, I'll say there's another, basically what started as a tabletop uh, world called shadow run. And yeah. that's essentially, don't you dare dude. This is such, <laughs> yeah, this get is so you, nerdy. Get your you magic know. out of my, no, 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 it's, no. it's, it's D and D meets cyberpunk. 
So you got elves, you I got you were dwarves. You going to say Deusex. I was very excited for a minute. I was like, oh, Jacob's going to fucking have, pull back uh, here. I've dabbled with some Deus Ex games. Yeah. Uh, those are fun. But Shadowrun, uh, not, the, not the tabletop world. I'm not going to say get into that. But there is a trio of isometric, uh, uh, what's it called? Turn-based Strategy, combat. Turn-based. It's like XCOM or those kind of games or like Final Fantasy, whatever, tactics. Uh, tactics. Yeah, where you... Are you going Cyber Psycho? Are you all right, dude? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man. Shadowrun, there's a trio of these games that they're pretty fun to play. If you like those kind of games, you can you can net run, you can cyber hack, you can do all those things. You can be a street samurai. That's a class in Shadowrun. That's a... <laughs> William Gibson original Street Samurai. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. So Shadowrun, like the cyberpunk t- uh, tabletop world, was directly inspired by Neuromancer and all that stuff. So, Very but cool. it was just some nerd. I don't know who made it, but they're like, you know what? Let's take elves and magic and dwarves and shit. Let's take cyberpunk. Let's mash them together. And I love that too. So yeah, F- fairy lives don't matter today, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> It's not uh, for everybody, but uh, it's pretty. It is pretty nerdy. No, it's but an interesting like kind. Watch, watch bright. Mike's right. Watch bright. <laughs> watch no, bright. No. The greatest movie ever made. <laughs> I'll throw out a cyber game called Snatcher. One day, Hideo Kojima said, "Hey, what if I just make Blade Runner?" That's right. And and he did that uh, for the MSI. It's 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 a it's a mystery game kind of point and click. And he's like, "Yeah, what if I just made Blade Runner?" <laughs> yeah. What if you could plug in the Nintendo Zapper? <laughs> yeah. It's called Snatcher, not That's Runner. Right. He's not a Runner. Yeah. That's yeah. right. He's a Snatcher. But can mm-hmm. you be a, a half elf street samurai with a katana? It's quiet. <laughs> no, but you can be somebody that's definitely legally distinct enough as to not be sued uh, as Decker. That's right. You know. Yeah, yeah sure. man in trench coat. <laughs> yeah, with future gun. Well, and shout out I, the Deus Ex games; those are good as well. Yeah, so so let's uh, let's do it. Let's hit the afterlife. Let's grab a David yep. Martinez, a Jackie Wells, or a Johnny Silverhand, and uh, talk our final thoughts on Cyberpunk right after this. Wake up, Samurai. (laughs) Final thoughts. Wake up, Samurais. It's Final Thoughts here on Normies Like Us. Talking cyberpunk. Mm -hmm. Chipping in. We talked uh, 2077. We talked Edge Runners. uh, We talked all the supplementary material. We love cyberpunk here on this podcast. We absolutely do. Like I said, ever since the anime, it has set me off on a revenge mission and now a journey of self-discovery. I'm reading books and I wow. you know, played the wow. game. I defeated Adam Smasher, took my revenge. Found my real right? self. Finding my real self. What is the self, right? Ooh, what is consciousness? Maybe I'm just becoming more confused but uh love the genre you know we talked the first episode we did just generalities it's like yeah i I was you know i fuck with blade runner it's cool the matrix is cool but like going back to the origin now kind of reading the book and getting into the game and the anime and remembering that i first saw cyberpunk in anime it's like kind of a full circle thing that edge runners kind of sparked off that interest again um so yeah shout out to trigger netflix for doing that um and because I was on a revenge mission and would only use 
Rebecca's gun, I've been 3D printing a full-scale model of that gun, which will be done wow. soon. Amazing. Wow. Uh, so I, w- I just want to hang it on the wall, you know, because sub for Davido. We'll never not right. ride for David, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's... So you basically... Cyber has taken over your whole life. Basically, yes. You know, I spend all my time on the computer anyway. Which I think is great. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We're living the cyber life, boys. And I think it's We're a great cyber boys. What's, what's the first... Uh, you know, if I was... What, what augment would you get if you're going to get one? Colin, mm, what model See, you get but first? again, that's... It's like... Again, I know I keep harping on it. But it's like... When we did our cute little last episode where it's like, I'd want like a Wi-Fi thing in my head. And now it's like, like, what would I want to do in this cyberpunk world ever after playing this game and watching the series? It's like, I want to survive. What what <laughs> upgrade would I want? Like, whatever keeps me alive in this corporate dystopia. Yeah. Uh, I, I None of it. Again, I find it all so horrifying. <laughs> my My sense of body and self is so tied to being me that i think if i even ended up like something like johnny silverhands where i was just like you know like a, a hologram or whatever like a construct, a ROM construct yeah. yeah i like i i would just go into cyber psychosis immediately <laughs> like i would just kill whoever like uploaded yeah. me in a second you know what well, again, i think this sorry no that makes the ending of star trek picard make a lot of sense why data's like just kill me man yes yeah. <laughs> just shut well, me again, off i I'm, think i hate uh, it <laughs> Good. It's into the idea of transhumanism, right? Yeah. Which I think is yeah, such an interesting concept. And as we get more and more into the future with technology, AI is doing things we've never seen before. Uh, you know, 3D printing, like there's so much more, you know, we can go, but the idea in, in me and uh, rich people Xcata, are going to space, you know. Yeah, rich people are going to space. Rich people are having robot legs. Me and Xkite always joke that we're going to have mm-hmm. robot legs when we, you know when we're old. But uh, if you think about it, like what makes you human? Is it your physical body? No, not right. really. It's your mind. It's the consciousness. And what is that identity in your mind? Right, your consciousness. So if you can transplant that consciousness into a mechanical body. Yeah, I'm all for it. I'm very pro transhumanism. Wow, I don't. I want to discard this shell as soon as possible. Just, oh it's my just God. the meat, right? We don't need yeah. the meat. Yeah, uh, it's horrifying. And Adam Smasher, you you say like, oh, I hate Adam Smasher. I think he's a super cool character. He's the end game for you. <laughs> yeah, and he's essentially a guy who's uh, replaced his entire body. It's again, it's the ship of Theseus, right? If you place every right. biological part of your body, are you still a person? What are you? Um, I don't know, but I want to find out. Yeah, and I I don't know if he's he got he got kind of blown up by Johnny's nuke, so people yeah. aren't sure if he's even if he's just a construct too, like or if right, that's his brain right. is remaining. Like I don't know. Um, so it's fascinating. I wouldn't want to go full Borg, but the question is intriguing of transhumanism. Well, I'm going full Borg. Like, I'm even if you don't Maelstrom. have a robot body, just throw me into a crazy brain dance where like I'm cool forever. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't you want to discard these weak, you know, yeah. biological no, bodies? It's, it's 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 what makes you you. <laughs> it's what I need. We're just here's, here's what, robots. You know, here's here's the only way I would ever do it. So, in the mm-hmm. context of we had David, David gets the the spine thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Then by the time he's the leader, I mean, we get Giancarlo Esposito saying, "Do you have? Do you even have bones still, or is it all metal?" Okay, that's that's the. Mm-hmm. Pretty much right. kind of the final phase. 
when he's attached to the metal skeleton at the end and the appendages are completely removed and we see he is just the torso that is plugged into these like, you know, networky things. I would go from human to that directly, no in between. And so imagine how that would like rip me apart. <laughs> that would to, shock like, your be that thing. Oh, it would yeah. destroy me. <laughs> That'd be a first In the one. 20 minutes that I got out of using that metal skeleton, I would try to destroy every company I could to free us all from this dystopia. Wow. It's kind of like what Colin Silverhand tried to. Yeah. Yes. Colin Silverhand. That's what Johnny Silverhand is all about, like sacrificing himself to blow up air soccer, You have right? to. Well, there's some... But- you know, the thing is, like, that was also a work, like, Militech funded that. So Johnny's yes, full of shit. Right. So he's, full, he's yes. kind of a hypocrite. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was paid by one company to take down another. And but then, talking fucking about, yeah. Adam Smasher served in the fourth corporate war. And now he's right. just Arasaka's it's dog. It's, like, it's like insane. So Adam Smasher yeah. was like Morgan Blackhand's rival, yeah. though, which is another legacy character yes. that gets like a war hero. Kind of. Yeah. But he's the what, greatest solo ever. And what's so striking about that, the finale of the show is that you think David is like this super badass now with the cyber skeleton. He goes up against Adam Smasher and Adam Smasher just freaking dooskies him. And you just, have a Sandevistan too? He's like, yeah, it's basic yeah. protocol I got way installation. More <laughs> Rudimentary like, implant. Yeah. Rudimentary. He just <laughs> owns this oh kid like it's God. nothing. Yep. Uh, and you're like, damn, Adam Smasher's Can cool you afford now. to and distractions? It's, it's just, see, yeah. But that's the thing. It's a chase of it's the same thing of me just like never being on like social media or being part of that world. I have these intense moralistic takes of like I could just like the minute you're like, well, it's kind of your brain. But there's a couple ones and zeros up there. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's all my brain. The future old man. Nothing. No, I'm not even making or... phone calls. No, you're yeah. not plugging me in. I mean, no, I would at least get live- like robot lungs and a robot heart you know give me that no, shit totally no. what, what i think uh, you need to do is convert to like buddhism and join yes. those monks and be like no piece to. of machinery will touch no my wrong. sacred temple yeah. right yeah maybe just bluetooth that's permanently in my ears so i can always listen to i want to stay at your house at <laughs> <Yeah. some time. laughs> i have not stopped listening to that song i swear he, my, my, he had the lowest piece of tech we've ever installed but he's <laughs> suffering from cyber psychosis <laughs> just from that he only needed 3.6 like megabytes of memory yeah. in there yeah it's a, yeah, we, iPod we put in, in a 3.6 yes. gigabyte ipod into his neck and it blew his brain out so three megabytes because it's one song and it could yeah, you just need it. the i remember the ipod yeah. nanos or whatever from yes. the 2000s that's all you would need i i used to be mike now i have an ipod shuffled in my neck <laughs> oh my god rudimentary playlist at best <laughs> you know incredible uh, but i think yeah. uh yeah great stuff uh, anime set it up for me at least watch it brought it back and i think in some ways it does things better than the game i think adam smasher is a lot more realized as a villain in the anime than he is in the game he only kind of shows up as a boogeyman here or there that's why it's a sequel i ask you guys real quick what dlc wise what are you most excited for elden ring or this Ooh, this This. this you're just in this world you guys are we're just in fucking cyber we're cyber now. we're cyber okay. boys now. i'm yeah. still cyber. at the point where like i'm not gonna hardcore recommend this game to people for like maybe like till that dlc comes out and a couple more things are smoothed over mm. well yeah the bottom line i'll say Close, is yeah. there's a lot of jank there's a lot of a lot of jank issues with it still but if you like the world if you like the genre of cyberpunk 
it's a game that you can get into despite its flaws. And I think that's yes, that's the bottom line for me. Yeah, there's enough I love that. good. Yeah, there's enough good in there if you're willing to put up with a little bit of friction. Um, yeah, absolutely. And we were talking fast travel. This just popped in my head. Any other game? I always fast travel, you know, like uh, Red Dead Redemption, fast travel, Skyrim, whatever. This is the one where I just want to hang out in the city because mm. it's just such a cool environment. We love the aesthetic and, you know, it, it gets that right. Though, though yeah, some jank, I will so. say it's like one of my favorite open world games of all time. Uh, I put it maybe top three with Red Dead Redemption 2 and The mm-hmm. Witcher 3, which I think are both interesting. Oh, I guess I got to throw Skyrim in there, but Breath you know, there's the a wild lot of- for me. Number one. Hey, nice. That's good. But Elden Ring, keep forgetting that's open world. Oh, Elden Ring. That's there's Elden a lot of good Ring, open maybe world Maybe number games. two, Red Dead 3. Shadow of Mordor, number one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, check it out. Uh, check out William Gibson if you've never read him. It's a... Uh, you might have to reread a couple passages, but I recommend it, especially reflexively looking at this new game uh, and then kind of where it came from. It's cool. To, uh, yeah. It still feels advanced, uh, you know, and there's some ideas like, you know, nah, I won't spoil anything. There's there's stuff you'll read it and you'll be like, ah, that's blatant ripoff, but he doesn't care. Contributing totally. to hey, we're going form. to the Matrix. Oh, OK. That's yeah. That. Yeah. It's literally called the Matrix, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's so much. I mean, it's just like Star Wars or anything like where it's like, oh, so much was inspired by that, that like you when you see it in the original source material, you're like, oh, that seems like hackneyed by this point. But it's not because that was the original. Yeah, I had to stop myself a couple of times. Like, like, oh, is this derivative? I'm like, no, this is the first time that's happened. Like, right. Oh, is this a this trope? It's like, no, this invented from. the trope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. So I had to exactly. check myself here a couple of times, but i uh, loving it. Also, the book titles are great. Mona Lisa Overdrive? Are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Well, that's yeah. your band name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. Oh, Mike Silverhands and Mona Lisa Overdrive. <laughs> yes, that's right. We're playing. This is our hit song. I really want to stay at your house. Yeah, um, I really, really want. <laughs> we, I really, really. We only play one song. Um, I don't know if you guys got to the side mission, but there is a mission where you get to play with Samurai in a reunion show. You get yeah. to get on stage and jam out. And I was like, give me more of those. I want more. Hell yeah. Of you know, yeah. I only wear a samurai shirt. <laughs> I, I had a whole Johnny Silverhand cosplay that I dressed up with just for the concert. And then I put David's nice. jacket back on. Have you, have you guys bumped into the randomly generated extra who I call Johnny Copperhands? The sort of like homeless looking version with like no. the really janked up arm. But otherwise, he's got like Keanu's hair, no glasses, weird, wiry beard. Oh That's man, hilarious. I gotta keep an eye out for him. Yeah, take screenshots as soon as if you found him. But yeah, give me uh give me more because in the in the game, you know, there's a class of character, a rocker boy. Like I would I would be a rocker boy in Cyberpunk. You guys know it, you know. So I want more rock and roll. Yeah. I I think my dad would work hard like David's mom to try to make me a corpo <laughs> kid, and then he would be killed in some terrible accident. I think yeah. I would die in the streets like five days later. Oh no. <laughs> yeah oh man jacob how about you though you probably run arisaka you know i think jacob would be a joy toy i think jacob would be turned (laughs) into a a joy toy within like 10 minutes he'd be a doll of clouds they'd be like oh no he's awake somebody turned him on (laughs) (laughs) i'd definitely be very into uh augmenting my body with chrome i'd be like put my brain into a robot body as soon as possible. You'd be like uh, the hands guy. Yeah. Like, look at right. these hands I got. I'd be like, Killer. don't touch me with them. Yeah, look at these right. giant hands. Um, yeah. But Incredible. we love cyberpunk. 
And we do. I'm glad you guys are digging it. it. Yeah. And I'm glad you guys got into the game through the anime and everything. Glad mm-hmm. we're all cyber. That's yeah. right. Love being cyber. All right. Well, so you out there in cyberspace, let us know if you enjoyed this episode. Uh, and if you like playing cyberpunk or watching cyberpunk or reading cyberpunk yeah. or any of that, what uh, what augmentation would you get? And hopefully you augment a like and a subscribe as well. And if you Let's have any it. recommendations of other cyberpunk media that maybe we didn't mention, shout it out. Bubblegum Crisis. More. Yeah, I was trying series. to remember the name of that show because you, you had recommended that before. Yeah. yeah. Um, normies hit us at normies underscore like underscore us do all those things he just said and otherwise enjoy night city check us out on youtube but uh, we've been your host this is cyber colin mikey silverhand this is the jacob smasher oh god <laughs> you would make it he's my favorite character construct. he's fully chromed he's losing it <laughs> full board <laughs> going psycho bye bye <laughs>